0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 148 for sports, and I'm Tony, and with me we have Off-Road Andy.
2: I'm excited to be here. I'm excited with this, uh, this trio we have today. Yes, and then also with me we have Cooch.
3: Yes, excited to talk sports. No, Sean today. Yes, we sure you're do say that. but yeah. he will be dearly missed. Our
1: uh, regular host man, uh, Sean, is going to skip out on our sports for this week, but he will be on our entertainment podcast, episode one forty-eight, which will also be out this week. That you guys yeah. should also listen to, even if you're just a sports fan. It's it's entertaining. We actually have some pretty funny stories. Yeah, on that one this week. Uh, if
3: you like birds, yeah, it's a and we do. I like bird law. I don't know if you yeah, guys study yeah. bird There's, law or not, just but a, I do like bird law. There's I, a lot I out did there not with study birds. bird law. You didn't study bird law? I don't think uh, so. It's, it's it's one of the more rigorous of the laws. Yeah. Um. So not many law schools offer it, but yeah, bird law. Look into it. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. I've heard.
1: I've heard. Have all, you heard of bird law? No, no, no. I'm saying I've heard like those law school tests, though. What I keep, I'm blanking on the bar. The bar, thank you. The bird bar. Very difficult. So I imagine there is a bird bar. The bird bar would be. And it's
3: one of the hardest.
1: Oh, I believe it. I believe it.
3: Yeah. Bird bar.
1: But uh, anyway, this one, this week, we've got a pretty good, good sized portion of sports to talk about. And uh, we'll start off with some baseball. And the ironic thing is, is on our uh, last episode, we did talk about these potential trades. It was uh, mainly Garrett Cole and Anthony Rendon. And yeah, literally the top two
2: free agents left, at least probably the top two free agents to begin with, but yeah, and they still haven't signed yet. Literally,
1: probably what? Not even thirty minutes after we finished our well, podcast last week.
3: Yeah, I left here and went home, which is two minutes down the road. Yeah, and then the second I got home and sat down, I got the the notification and texted you guys about the Garrett Cole trade. Yeah, so Garrett. So Cole we could have broke land. that news to you folks. Yeah, it's a
1: bummer, but if we, we would have not, if we would have just started that well enough, we would have just started ten minutes later. We could have been breaking news, but. Instead, it wasn't, but uh, yeah, why don't you let us know what uh, where Garrett Cole went and how much for?
2: So Garrett Cole going to the Yankees, not that surprising. No, I that's... like that all the stories came out like, oh well, of course, because he was a Yankees fan growing up, which is like
3: they brought oh. in Andy Pettit, and that <laughs> was the the deciding factor, not the three hundred and twenty four <laughs> million dollars that they gave him. Yeah,
2: that's that's the big part. Nine years, three twenty four, uh, significantly more than what Strasburg got, and we knew when Strasburg got so much that he was going to get even more that, I mean, it's, it's a point of pride. And also it was, and wow. I know there's a lot of people around
1: here upset. Cause they're like, Oh, he's a local guy. Like, you know, he literally went to high school, not even a mile down the road from where we record. But, uh, he, uh, I just said it was almost like the Godfather. Like the Yankees just gave him an offer. He couldn't refuse for like, sure. You can't refuse. He not would hate year, himself forever to refuse $324 million getting 36 a year. And you had brought up something funny that said, like if, if he's, he has 36 starts this year and averages 100 pitches a game. He's right. looking at $10,000 so, a pitch. Yeah, so oh, if wow. he
3: has 36 starts in all nine years, which means the max maximum starter starts is 32 games in the regular season. By the way, his average amount of starts in his career has been 27. Oh, okay. So if he starts 32 games in a year, he goes to the wild card, the first two rounds and the World Series, and he pitches a game in each, that's 36 starts. If he throws 100 pitches – At each start, if he averages averages 100 pitches each start, that averages to $10,000 per pitch. So, ball in the dirt, (laughs) $10,000. Home run, $10,000. Hit batsman, $10,000. I'll I'll tell you what,
1: what I'm interested for is how he'll, uh, how will he do in New York? Because, you know, it's not like he's going to a little town like, I don't want to say little town, but I mean a city like Seattle or somewhere where it's like,
3: and he's been it's, in Pittsburgh and Houston. So yeah. not humongous yeah. markets. And
1: now you're in the Mecca of it. You are. The, you're the pit stripes. The Yankee fans are the type of guys that let's say in that first inning, he gets he strikes the first guy out and then all of a sudden he gives up a double to the second guy. Immediately they're gonna be like, Why the fuck do we pay this guy yeah, so much? Yeah, they'll be relentless for that. And then yeah. I and I've known some people that uh him included, our producer Luke included, people that know him fairly well, and they've all said he's pretty he's got a He's pretty much of a hothead. And he stuff. is a hothead. So he, yeah, uh, that's what I've heard also. So I, what I'm wondering is just knowing his personality, if he does start doing bad and, you know, you start reading those clips of like... What why the fuck do we give yeah,
3: this guy $300 million? Yeah, and you're going to
1: hear the fans at one point booing because they're they're relentless in the East Coast. Those Yankee oh, yeah, fans, those Philly fans, great. those Boston fans, if you don't, you don't start producing Boston. right away, then yeah. you're going to you're going to hear it. And you just wonder, like, if a guy like him that's not afraid to, like, show his emotions... I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but... You just you know it's always something in the
3: background well, you never know. I mean look at look at how he handled himself after the Astros lost the World Series. Yeah. Remember how pissed he was yeah, then? Not, he told yeah, the reporter
1: that they didn't bring him in and stuff. He,
3: and he told the reporter like, "Ah, oh, I'm not I'm not an Astro anymore, so I don't have to answer your questions."
1: Yeah, no, that's how he is. So I'm just wondering if like he's, you know, going to get if it if he does do bad if it, that city could I think swallow a personality like his alive? And also, it's like, think about it. You know, well, these guys, what is the ultimate thing? Obviously, a lot of them want to win. Most of them want to win. But also, most of them, all of them want that money. Yeah. And then, you know, that's what you're pitching for. Now that you've got it, you're almost kind of like, okay, well, I've done it. And then there sometimes might not be, especially when you're doing bad, there might not be that big of a motivation to just continue to, like, be doing better. And then if that happens starts happening in that city... You well, know, you want to hope you, you get the
3: Guys, a competitor and he wants
1: to win. Oh, and, I, and I'm sure, oh, and I'm sure he is. I'm sure he does, but I'm just saying, we'll see what happens. But, uh, also there's always the fact too, that he goes out there in New York and just absolutely dominates. Cause he's going to get with that lineup. He's going to, you know, you think he's going to get at least five runs on average, at well, least five runs know, a starter. So dude,
3: what's funny is uh, there's all the, the, the controversy with the Astros right now with how they were cheating, picking up signs. Um, uh, a mentor of mine who I was speaking with recently, very well-connected man, especially in the sports world, sits on some huge roundtables in Southern California. They're apparently behind the scenes, and this may be great late breaking news to you guys. It's not even really in the mainstream yet. Behind the scenes, there are there is an, a little bit of an investigation going on into somehow the Astros were already also juicing baseballs. Huh. Uh, yeah, Verlander said it himself. <laughs> is, is it, right? well, well, especially for Verlander and Cole... Uh, 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 Farther than what baseball had already been doing. But if you look at their home starts versus their road starts, you know, whatever the spin rate is for a pitcher of that caliber, like let's say it's 240, right? Yeah. Is the spin rate. When they were pitching at home, spin rates were up near 300. Well, I will tell you something.
1: What's interesting about that is let's remember when Verlander, a few years, a couple years after that World Series, when he had that great year when they did lose to the Giants, his career, his numbers started inflating a lot in Detroit. And then when he eventually ended up at in Houston, all of a sudden it was like he was resurged or something. All of a yeah. sudden he was yeah. like the Verlander again of like so 2010, how long, right. how long, how 2011. So it's <laughs> almost like, Hey, you same know, thi-
2: same thing with Cole. I mean, he, he was good to start with Pittsburgh and they had a couple rougher yeah. years yeah. and then just came to Houston was amazing again. And they, you know, they boosted his <laughs> fastball speed pretty significantly and all this stuff. So yeah, leaving for New York, I, mean, I don't know the explanation if it is something bad like what you're saying or if it's just that they have good coaching. We're going to find out. He's leaving that behind. Yeah, yeah uh, going to New out. York and he's playing in a pitcher's park and that's I mean, the, the other thing. Is a, it's
1: a hitter's short park porch. And, it's, and also you're going against <laughs> right some good handers,
3: short right porch and that
1: that's you know that division's got some hitters in it. I mean the Red Sox obviously have, have to go against good Bichette
2: all the time. He's yeah, I mean, hey,
1: those uh, those uh, Toronto players, like you said, are good young yeah. players. I mean Vladimir Guerrero Jr., yeah. Bo Bichette. uh, Cavan, was it Cavan? Is his name? Biggio. Biggio, It's a weird name.
3: Yeah. But uh, they got they they have all the sons.
1: They do. That's what's so funny uh, about it. Toronto there. But I'm saying like it's a young Toronto team. Like obviously they're not good yet, but it's like you know in a couple years they will be, and it's going to be against an aging Cole. Right. And then you've got like the Red Sox still have a great lineup at the top. I know Mookie Betts didn't have like quite the year, but I mean you still got J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, still a solid lineup as far as I know.
2: All those guys are returning to the Red Sox. Yeah, I mean there was there's. Rumors there's of still them a moving. Some of the
3: Dodgers right now. With who? So. Well, for the Red Sox, uh for Mookie which? Betts. Yeah. Okay. And then there's also rumors that there may be some sort of offer sheet floating around that involves Mookie Betts and David Price. Obviously, okay. the Dodgers would have to give up a big, big yeah, time. Yeah, some, some young guys, prospects, going, a couple. of them. But there is. Those are rumors. Yeah. There's been a lot of rumors going around. Um, oh, yeah, that's what makes it fun, though. All those it is, and, and what I thought was interesting was to see the the offer the offer sheets from our local teams here. The Angels didn't even really come close. Um, I think they were in the two eighty range, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. The Dodgers yeah. offered eight years, three hundred something million. And what was interesting was the average annual value that the Dodgers offered Garrett Cole was actually better than the average annual value that the Yankees offered Cole. But obviously, honestly, obviously. It's more money in the long run because he got a bigger deal
2: for more years. And I think he did want to play for the Yankees. He did. No, that's. They they reported that, oh, he was a Yankees fan, which I don't like those people. You're from here. Don't be a Yankees fan. Yeah.
3: Don't be a Patriots fan. And
2: it's like, I I honestly
1: feel like that's kind of like our. It's it's because it's our age group. Like here we all are, all three of us in our late 20s, and Cole's 29 also. And it's one of those things that when we grew up watching baseball, it was the. When we really started understanding, for the most part, it was late 90s, early 2000s, and who was the team that dominated? It was the Yankees. You had Jeter on that team. You had uh, Scott Brocious. You had Williams. You had Paul O'Neill, Tino Martinez, Jorge Posada, then Clemens, Pettit, Rivera. Rivera. Yeah, Yeah, I'm that pitching staff was good. I mean, it's like... And then you look at our team. Remember the Angels in the 90s. It was like the only cool thing was the movie Angels in the outfield. It That's pretty like. much it.
3: And, and Mo on falling down the uh, <laughs> yeah, stairs Yeah, the, the moment dugout. we
1: got him. And then the Dodgers, they were like, I still think, not like that great at
2: the time. The Dodgers time had either. a very rough uh, that 90s. Was a, that was yeah. a, the
3: 90s were a rough patch and for the Dodgers. They had, right after Kirk Gibson era... They fell off for about They didn't, a they didn't win a playoff
2: a game for almost 20 years.
3: Yeah.
1: And they had – what was it? When did they have like uh, Sheffield and Mondesi and Beltrail all at the same time? Was that early that was, 2000s? That early late 90s. Late 90s, late early 2000s? 90s. I feel like I remember playing All-Star Baseball 2000
2: on like Might Nintendo have been. 64. The yeah, it could it have been. Was, Piazza trade was 98, so that's when they got Sheffield. Yeah. And that's when the Mets immediately Sean got Green good too. Sean Green was in
3: yeah. that Dodgers team too. They had some yeah. players. Yeah.
1: No, they did. It was just – I mean, I'm assuming Alex pitching was wasn't maybe Dodgers the best
2: – they were like perpetually like an eighty win team, one of those things. which yeah. is not good enough. Like the Angels kind of are now. They're in right, and also in that division and at
3: the time. And They had pitching issues. That was a, that was a, that was a problem yeah. too. They could hit the long ball, but they had the pitching. And who issue.
1: were the good teams in that division at the time? You had the well, the Giants had Barry Bonds. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Let's not forget the best player but of also, all time.
3: Also, yeah. post steroids, Barry Bonds. Late so.
1: late nineties too. You had a I think. A, or maybe like 96, 97. I think the Rockies had a couple
2: decent teams Rockies in Rockies made the playoffs in one year. They had Larry Walker crazy year in the one where Dante Pichette well, hit like 380 years. Di-
3: Diamondbacks won a World yeah. Series around that time 2000, too. Craig 2001. Council, Luis Gonzalez. Padres went to the World Series in late Brady 90s. Johnson. Yeah, there we go.
1: Tony Gwynn, yeah. So, I mean, it was a rough time for the Dodgers well, back uh, then.
3: So, my theory is, if you grew up here, yeah, uh, and you're a Yankees fan, and your mom and dad were not Yankees fans, then your mom and dad are... Bad parents. <laughs> yeah, if you are simple. currently a Yankees fan, that's how. That's my take. My only and thing. If I offended anybody out there, good because that's not how it works.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. The only thing I think for
2: like well, our unless, age group, unless your dad is also Chuck Knobloch, then I'll excuse it. <laughs> okay, yeah, the well, guy that's that what I'm saying. Just,
3: if your parents have some sort of affiliation, yeah, but uh, then the, it's okay. The one or thing I will uncle.
1: say, though, for people at our age group, I would say football is okay to be of another. State because
2: team we never because had a team. exactly so. Yeah. I mean that's why I've like not Steelers anymore. Not come Chargers fans, please. <laughs> well, Chargers so here's are probably
3: going to be in in what is it? Liverpool or uh, <laughs> I don't know where don't know, yeah, Mexico City. Where um, but yeah, we never had. But I mean, other than that, I mean, up, I as like. as long as you're not a Patriots fan, also. yeah. And I mean, other than <laughs> I put that, them, it, I put the the Southern California oh, I, Patriots fan in the same category the as Warriors, the Yankees fan and the Warriors fan and the a Warriors recently fan. That's just bad parenting. That's, yeah, that's what I'm just, chalking that one up to.
1: Yeah, but they, uh, but I mean, like the rest of that, other than my favorite football team being the Steelers, I'm a big Lakers fan, Ducks fan, and I do enjoy the Angels, even though I do also like the Padres. That's the, L- you that's know, acceptable. Yeah, it's just downtown. It's, to me, it's like it's the team everyone forgets. They're like the lost yeah. child that I just like to, you know they, what?
3: They don't win much.
1: They don't. And so, someone's got to root for and that. You know
3: what? If you've stuck with, if you've been with them, and you've stuck with them oh. for the lack of winning that they have gone through. So my uh, then more power yeah, to cause you. Yeah, because my
1: aunt did. Uh, I used to go down there a lot as a kid. My aunt lived down there, and also it's like I a couple years ago was my first time actually even getting to go to a to Petco, and they did a cool like they did a little beer fest before, and they yeah. gave you little Padre bucks to buy beer, and yeah. the game you didn't know, even start till like s- like eight o'clock or you something. Know who I was else like, is
3: a Padre and Angels fan, uh, one of my good friends, Adam Happy Hernandez, yeah, his tiapanchi. Uh-huh. She's a very, very Catholic elderly Hispanic woman. She's a big Padres and Angels fan because yeah. you know the Angels, obviously, and the Fathers, you know, yeah, fathers, uh, the Father who in heaven. All speaking, the name. she's a big fan of theirs. So I'm, I'm assuming you're Catholic,
1: Greek Orthodox. Okay, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but speaking of the Angels, they uh, landed our other big guy, Anthony Rendon.
2: Yeah, that's the, uh, the the big guy left on the board after the Garrett Cole deal. So I think once so they fell out on Garrett Cole... And I they, think we saw it coming because we did report on the Angels had moved. Uh, yeah, they did guy, make a sucks. trade earlier so that,
1: that day, I believe. So
3: yeah. here's my question. Uh, can he pitch? <laughs>
2: I think Maybe I, I mean think, <laughs> guys. I think
3: that that might have to be the question that's begged. Here. Otani's so think,
2: gonna p- teach all of them how to pitch. Too. <laughs> yeah, they're all,
3: they're all they're all gonna go Babe Ruth on our yeah. ass.
1: I think they're. I mean, I'm gonna have to assume at least that they're not done making moves, or they're very confident that Otani there's not a lot out there going to be their ace that's what i'm saying like i i know there's not so well, i think they're going to have to move another big
3: piece if they want to get
2: it
1: so i the think pitcher. what it is is they're just going to hope that maybe they know more than us and maybe they've already seen otani pitch a little bit or they've talked to him i guess and maybe they do bank on otani being their number 1 and then maybe like Andy, we had mentioned earlier with Dylan bundy maybe they have confidence he can resurge himself and be kind of good again and then other than that they've got I a, don't know. a good
2: amount of young depth of like Relief guys, no one needs yeah. like an ace. Honestly, they might they,
1: have a couple games where they do that. I mean, Madden, yeah. Joe Madden's one of those wizards they could, they with like the lineup absolutely, and stuff. So absolutely. They, they probably, will have, a, in Joe Madden, they probably sure. will have a lot of bullpen games, to be honest. But yeah. they, uh, I just think their biggest thing too was they needed a, another uh, like a solid hitter around Trout, and that's what they went and got. So you know, you like to think Trout can get himself back in the playoffs. I mean, you never hear him complain about it, obviously, or well, anything. I don't know
3: but about back in the playoffs, but. In the playoffs. I mean, no.
1: you
2: never know how Back from years people have career years, you know, it yeah. happens. I mean, no one thought the Twins were going to make it this year. So.
1: Yeah, and also the other thing is too with Rendon is like, you know, we can be excited about it, but we're still going to need to see some stuff because a lot of times when these players shift, especially when they go from one league to the other, that's not, tough, all, that's it's not transition. always easy. No, so it's a tough the fact that he's going not only from all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast, now he's going NL yeah. to AL. So.
2: so even if it doesn't work out in the sense of the Angels returning to the playoffs, they have this that they can hold over Dodgers fans and that is that Rendon said I chose the Angels because I don't want to live in LA what a bullshit he doesn't bro. want the Hollywood lifestyle which is bullshit because how many people live around here that work in LA you yeah, can still live in Orange it's, County it's the same yeah. thing bro Tommy I, Lasorda I would, lives in Fullerton he's the greatest Dodger of all time County, who? Tommy Lasorda oh, lives, lives in Orange County yeah and it's like he's the Dodgers I think some of those is where a, does Tommy Lasorda live? In Fullerton we did not know that
1: so here's my question Anthony Rendon does he have do we know if he has a wife or girlfriend? Because I feel like, I don't know Tony, what are boyfriend, you asking? Or boyfriend. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Or let's boyfriend. Let's be inclusive on this right. podcast, right. <coughs> But the only reason I'm bringing that up is because I know there's a lot of those women out there that they like the Newport they Beach they lifestyle. Real Housewives yeah. of Orange the, County. That's what I'm sense. saying. They like the Newport Beach life. I remember even hearing stuff about that with like Trout's wife. As it was like when there was those rumors of him going back to the East Coast. It was like, see, no, I want to. It's dumb because like,
3: see, go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry.
2: Rivers still lives in San Diego. Like you I don't know it's need dumb, to live in Have you ever?
3: Let me remind you of places like. Rancho Palace Verdes, hey, Malibu, remind me. Calabasas. I'm not a beach guy at all. I've <laughs> had, yeah, I'm the Kardashians.
2: Saying, go live with the Kardashians.
3: Go, go live with the Kardashians. I've had
1: plenty of friends be like, before in the past few years back, like wanting to move to Newport, and I always was a hard no. I was like, the beach, living in the beach just doesn't do it for me. I enjoy going well, there every now and then.
3: I just, I mean, I think if you ask anybody that's played for the Dodgers... There's so many options if you live in Los Angeles to to, to okay, have but a great life. That I, it doesn't make sense. Here's to my me. other thing. I just think it's a. I just think that was a bullshit cop out statement. Yeah, yeah, that it, it, it probably he, was. It probably
1: was. It probably was. You knew it would be
2: popular among certain Orange County people. Correct. I'm sure but, Brian Hand like put that on his wall. Like, a quote
1: <laughs> but uh, that's a buddy of ours for you people that have no idea who that is. <laughs> that is I mean, not. That's
2: the guy you think of. It's not exactly not to be not to be confused
1: to the closer brad hand who plays for someone that i can't think of off the top of my head for whatever reason yeah. but uh yeah i mean you know some people like i mean i know i hate the city i mean if, if i was offered 300 million dollars all of a sudden yes i would love the city yeah. but and uh,
2: i knew
3: to fargo north dakota <laughs> if you offered me 300 million preview for
2: the best of the los angeles is just full of diapers we've heard so. yeah yeah it's uh
3: diapers and needles
2: yes yes a lot of convo. those things but uh, yeah, well, well, we'll see what he does. I mean,
3: that's a, that's a big get for the Angels. I do root for the Angels. I know it sounds that, like I that, probably don't. That's what I was going to say to you guys Angels. is because
1: I know you're both Dodger fans, but of it's course, like you so both I, I know don't dislike the Angels because I know I've gone to Angel games with you. Sure, and I'll
3: wear Angels hat too. Yeah. I'll wear Angels. It's five minutes down the road. Yeah, sure. You know, I can't. Not, I I definitely go to more Angels games than I do go to Chavez Ravine. Yeah, because it's just you know a nightmare getting there. Oh, um, yeah, it is. Obviously, if I had a choice, I'd rather see Rendon in Dodger blue, but um you know. it'll still
1: be cool that you can still go down the street sure. and see him.
3: i'm happy to be able to see we've
1: him. been we've been known to go to the local see, place see before catch a little buzz and then
2: absolutely go yeah. down there a drinker three yeah I, i've been a fan of him since college i remember rundown. yeah i Where remember watching go? rice oh yeah. they, it's a good college, college series he, yeah. he was great
3: a deep run that he, uh, his senior the year. the
2: nationals were really lucky to get him because he had he had like an injury and so he mm. fell in the draft it wasn't the number one guy It was like number five he was he was the guy he was the best guy
1: well it's cool that he's a. He's local, at least, whether you're a big fan yeah. of them or not. At least we can, are able to go to, uh, it's cool that and we can go just 10 minutes down the road and see Trout and Rendon in the same lineup. So, yeah, and the Dodgers will Very be fine. Cool. I yeah, know yeah. some
2: people were really getting up. That division is their still theirs. But I, I tweeted out, it's like, okay, so their infield is still Justin Turner, Corey Seeger, Gavin Lux, Max Muncie. Plus, all the bench guys they still yeah. have. Plus, you guys. So, keep hearing that. Yeah, I, still think at any point people, in time.
1: I think people just, they're not like, they want those big names. They don't realize that it's like what the Dodgers yeah. are like bringing up is very, very good. Every time they brought up a new guy this past year, it was like, wow, that guy just dominated when they had Vertigo and, uh, What's Verdugo. His name Verdugo? Yeah, Dusted. sorry. Verdugo Dusted.
3: is a, Verdugo is a condition that <laughs> uh, many women suffer.
2: Dustin May is going to be fine.
1: Verdugo, and then also uh, Will Smith, great oh, yeah, actor, great. better he's baseball be player, catcher.
3: maybe. Well, he's going to be the, he's going to be the number one guy. They, you know, they're getting rid of Russell Martin. They and it's uh, Russell Martin's a nice gritty
1: guy, but it's time for Will Smith to be the guy.
3: Austin yeah. Barnes, I said Matt Barnes. I was watching, yeah. listening to his podcast. Earlier. Hey, Matt Barnes, follows, follow follow on Instagram. Yeah, you know,
1: that is a that's a good podcast too.
3: Have us on Tony's take guest spot. He all was the smoke podcast. He was
1: actually just in Orange County recently. I saw on his Instagram for his like son's basketball yeah, he was tournaments.
2: Coaching. Yep, but hey, uh, he
1: follows me on Instagram. Maybe I can get which him on. Is here. Awesome, let's Sh- shoot him out. something.
2: Yeah. So after that deal was made, uh, the Dodgers pivoted to Madison Bumgarner. Which yes. I think Dodgers fans have some mixed feelings about that. He's been yeah pretty vocal, uh, like mean to us, and we've been and mean they, back. So here's
1: the he funny didn't... thing: is I saw somebody. Uh, an old buddy of ours, Max, that was on the podcast. With, not Never on the podcast, but on the website with us for yeah. a little bit. He's a big Giants fan. He posted something today that said, you know, basically said goodbye to Madison Bumgarner or something. And someone had, uh, or like had commented something and someone else had commented on that. It was from the Giants Instagram page. And someone was like, "Yeah, oh, I'm surprised you guys didn't put in the highlight reel when Mac, M- Max Muncy told him to go chase yeah. that ball. And then somebody's like. Like, oh, yeah, well, what about when, like, October, when they won the World Series, like, blah, 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 and all this shit, and then the guy's like, his logo to the guy who was saying this was a Yankee logo, and he's like, guys, I'm just kidding. I'm a Yankees fan, and it's like, okay,
3: just <laughs> probably has terrible parents.
1: Who's <laughs> this guy being a Yankees fan, just trolling, like, Giants yeah. fans for no reason, and, the then, out of here, and then dude. apologize. It's just people, like, just being bored on a fucking Tuesday afternoon, but nothing yeah,
2: better to do. It didn't happen. Madison Bumgarner signed with a different division. He did rival. stay in the division, which stayed is a, division. I, I like that he stayed in the division. Um, five year, eighty five million yeah. with the Arizona. Now Arizona backs.
1: did a little better this year than people expected, so I think Madison Bumgarner is Marte. above that guy, the hunk, is that guy's But Marte it was a fun a little year. lineup this year. They were a young team, also. So did uh, was it Escobar that had a good year for them, or was it Eduardo Escobar? Not Eduardo Escobar. He's on the um,
2: no. Yeah, I'm blanking. It. I know they had another really. Yeah, they had. A, they had also a really have a Peralta too,
1: or something like that.
3: Well, you know what's funny? He went from the. The uh, National League uh, West Giants to the National League West Diamondbacks, and now instead of fishing out Dodgers home runs from McCovey Cove, he could fish out Dodgers home runs from the pool in right field yeah. at Diamondback Stadium. So that's just going to continue to happen for him. Sorry, Madison. I I didn't. I mean, I would have loved him because he's a great pitcher to be on the Dodgers. But given his track record and how pissed off I've been at him, yeah. Uh, probably for the better. And, and and how would that have been when he walked in the clubhouse and saw Max Muncy and he, Max is probably like, hey, buddy, yeah. how are you? Yeah. So probably for the better. But I feel
1: like people, I feel like some players.
3: No, you get over it for a World yeah. Series. Of course you get over it because yeah. you want to win a World Series. I'm just saying.
1: Pretty it's fun. one of those things where that would be the first thing the media would bash too. Like, oh, I heard Muncie took him out to dinner and was 100%. like, I'm sorry. 100%.
3: Yeah, but, so, uh, but
1: another but, pitcher.
2: Yeah, the pitching market continues to shrink here.
1: It stays all, a lot of it same in the AL. These yeah. three of these four big moves stayed in them. By AL, I mean uh, West Coast. Three yeah. of these big four moves stayed within the Western divisions.
2: So Corey Kluber, who uh, missed a lot of time last year, I think he only made nine starts, but has been very good over the last oh, yeah. eight years. This or one will be
1: interesting, in my opinion.
2: Um, the Indians, everyone knew the Indians were looking to trade him. And I think a lot of fans were like, yeah, go get that guy. And in the end, he went to the Rangers in a. A small deal I'd say. It was for a reliever named Emmanuel Clace, who twenty three innings in the majors last year, twenty one years old. I think there's a lot of potential like as a reliever, but he's not that's not like a top prospect no. by any means. And then Delano de Shields Jr. who's just a he's an okay regular. Yeah. And it's like they really yeah. couldn't no one could match this deal. The Angels couldn't match this deal. Like I know they're not gonna give up like a top prospect, but they had there's guys in the Angels roster now that, that are that's better. <laughs> probably more um, notable
3: than uh those two guys as well that they could
2: have, yeah, they could have swung. So this was a dump by the Indians. I think that's what they—they
3: they, they had to be getting rid of because they have they forty million on the yet. hook for the next two years. I think it yeah. is. Yeah, so, so it was—it was a cash dump for them yeah. for sure. And they're looking at—they're also in trade shocks with the Dodgers for uh, Francisco Lindor. So looks like they're trying to revamp there in Cleveland. Um, well, they were—they were
2: supposed to do that last year, after, right? After, but they won a ninety-four super, games still. World Series,
3: yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, Kluber's. I mean, he's a good. He's a great picture, pitcher. Pitcher. Yeah. I'll be interested but, to see
1: how
2: he obviously does in uh, Arlington, Texas. Doesn't have a bad lineup. They also. Well, it's a hitter's um,
1: park though, too, big time. Like, I mean, they, that lineup.
2: They don't have a, a bad uh, rotation. Yeah, they still have Lance Lynn, um, Mike Minor. Was that, that was Mike, Mike? Yeah, Minor Mike was, Minor was really had a great year form. last year. Lance uh, Lynn did pretty they good. Signed Kyle Gibson as well as another piece. Well, the twins. And, you know, Corey Kluber. That's a little, that's a start of something. Yeah, I mean,
1: the, the yeah, you know, Texas definitely has a. Pretty solid rotation. But like I said, it's just the fact that it is known as a hitter's park and it's a lot of time, especially in the summer, when you get those hundred and five degree days and that, that, that ball travels. Sure does. And he's gonna have, you know, he's gonna have to go against Houston a bunch this year. He's gonna have to go against maybe this new angel lineup That's that we'll see how it does. I mean, Oakland I mean, always an seems lineup. to give people problems no matter what they throw out there. So
2: Yeah. Mariners don't even talk about. Yeah, just hold yeah, them for the next Seattle.
1: It's it's it is tough. It's
3: been yeah.
0: a
1: tough run. You know, it's
3: funny. I just got sent a picture of me when I was a young kid, and I was in the old Yankee Stadium, and I was wearing a Yankee hat. uh Oh, luckily the good parenting <laughs> kicked in, and I did not become a Yankees fan. Yeah. But I was also wearing a Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, Mariners Mariners jersey. <laughs>
1: wow, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get like destroyed. I know, I'm right? sure you did. You just don't remember. It was remember. the
3: final year of the. Uh, um, Yankee stadium in with that before they moved into the new stadium. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I think yeah. I bought the hat at the stadium, which is an acceptable thing to do when you're a kid. Didn't yeah. keep it and become a fan. A lot of, uh, thanks a lot for of kids for, uh, Thanks to, to mom and dad for for making sure that uh, the parenting was on point and I did I become a Yankees and a Patriots. A lot fan.
1: of a uh, lot of kids our age in the late 90s early 2000s we were all Griffey fans, right? Who wasn't? Oh, they I, had the Griffey oh, yeah. baseball yeah, stuff. 64 game had, like none of I us I
3: tried to emulate his swing. I feel like I didn't know one baseball. person
1: that it was, was in actually rookie of
2: the year, right? Yeah. Was, I actually I feel, I like feel like I don't know got know him what, with the hidden ball trick or whatever. I feel I like, like I don't know yeah. one
1: person that was actually a Mariners fan but we were all Griffey fans <laughs>
2: we were Griffey
3: fans yeah how could you not like him yeah. you know why it's because he cru- it was all his home run derbies yeah he cruised up to the plate yeah, with the backwards, backwards hat on he that had a shiny honestly, black bat and he just been, bombs you know
1: I that's remember, what it was I remember hearing the MLB commissioner recently like a couple of years ago we talked about it actually on the podcast is when they were talking about how you know baseball's best players, Mike Trout, but it's like he's not wanting to be like the face of baseball. That's why baseball doesn't have one of those guys. Back then in the '90s, that's because or, or late '90s, early 2000s, that's because Griffey was that face. He was good at it too. It's like yeah. you said, he would cruise up backwards hat. He
3: had the he had the blinging earrings and you, you know he, know, he had, had all the, the video games swing. and
1: stuff. It was like everybody yeah. wanted his swing. He was in Pepsi commercials. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's we'll see. I don't know who that next rock yeah. star is going to be.
2: It wasn't Bryce Harper. No, say that. I know
1: Bryce Harper did the whole home run derby too, thing too, when he had like the bandana on, and, and it was and like his dad was pitching
2: to him. And he's just the he opposite of cool. I mean, he's a Mormon, like that's just the <laughs> literal opposite of cool. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry,
3: tough start there, Bryce.
2: Um, well, there's really not much left in uh the, as far as top free agents go. A couple of third basemen, Josh Donaldson, and then uh, one of one of Tony's family members, uh, Nicholas Castellanos. Castianos. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, once I think once Donaldson signs, he'll go right after that. And so right now they say he'll probably re-sign with the Braves or he'll go to the Nationals to replace Rendon. Yeah. So, and then I don't know, Casiano's can re-sign with the Cubs or something. I don't know.
1: Casiano's, I said that we talked about that when he when we were talking about the trade time, the trade deadline at the time. We said if he were to leave Detroit mm-hmm. and go to a good team, it's like that's a good hitter. And the moment he left Detroit, I think he already matched his home run total that he had with Detroit within like yeah. a month and a half. In he was definitely Chicago. better there. He he did great in Chicago, but uh, yeah, we'll because see the, where these next few moves end up going.
2: The Cubs are, for some reason, trying to get rid of Chris Bryant. So they are. He's on yeah, the I heard. I tra- heard about that. My uncle. Strange. Right telling that me about that. Weird. They would need. That to- was I know that. Cubs was... fans don't want that to
3: happen, especially since I think him and David Ross were like good homies. Now David Ross took over as the manager, so it's kind of surprising to see them uh, at least talking about making a move like that. Yeah.
1: Also, it's you know when I first heard that I thought, oh, that could be a potential for Southern California because he went to San Diego State, as far as I know, right. Chris Bryant? Didn't
2: he? I oh, yeah, I'm blinking. Yeah, actually, hey, I don't know.
3: Keep going. We're gonna find out right now.
1: All right. I'm pretty sure he did. Well, as of now, we'll say he does. We're gonna find out their actual answer soon. So I don't know if he's from this area, but I just thought like that could be it could have been a potential. But again, it would have to be a trade, but I mean maybe he could at least kinda of say like tell these teams or something if I don't know.
3: University of here. San Diego. So San Diego, not San oh, okay. Diego
1: State. But yeah. is he from California? He
3: is originally. I think he's from, from- Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. Nevada. Okay. Okay. Twenty-seven year old. Okay. Born on June fourth, nineteen ninety-two. Bats Ooh. right. Throws right. Oh right. Career average. I was gonna say if it's two forty, that's
1: as good as I remember.
2: Yeah, um,
3: but we'll see. I'm sure the Dodgers are gonna be involved in those trade talks too. Somehow. Yeah.
2: Well, then uh, also on the pitching side, Rio's the top guy left. He is. And I kind of feel like the Dodgers will have to just bring. Well, him back. The,
3: the only issue before was they were hesitant to give him his four-year deal. Now that the market has cleared, I'm sure they're gonna be willing to give him his yeah. four year deal. So I'm sure he'll I hope he'll be I, I mean, I'm I like him, in Ryuse, so
2: I'm hoping he'll be a Dodger for a little bit longer.
3: Yeah, yeah was, I, mean, I
2: mean it sounds weird, but like Asians like playing for the Dodgers. I was there's just gonna just say a, there's and a the angels who was yeah, who's, there's who's, the history there. Who's
1: the other good Asian pitcher they had?
2: They have Maeda right I mean, now, God. but, they but had I mean like Chan in the O Nomo. Okay, Nomo. I remember Nomo too. Yeah, they were they t- had um Saito, closer was really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do. They, they Eric a...
2: Gagne, he was a Canadian, <laughs> but those are kind of like Asians.
1: Eric Gagne, man, I remember when he had that save streak and he was dominant. Wasn't he a steroid dude? He was a big-time steroid. I'm okay with that, that though. He was like Kuroda. Really okay I liked Kuroda
2: a lot, too. Who? Hiroki Kuroda was good, too. Was I think like, that's who I think I was thinking of. He was like of. 34 when he came over and pitched till he was 40-something. Well, that's Yankees because those right.
1: guys lived to be 112, so... Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, it's Drinking from the fountain of youth. He was the one who got hit in the head. That was that was a bad one. Oh really? With the, with the line drive. I do remember that. Oh, I
1: do remember that now too. Yeah, that's it's okay. scary. It's scary. That that stuff comes at you fast. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep up and see where these uh, trades happen. I we'll mean, get we'll do in March. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll <laughs> we'll definitely always keep you guys updated. But uh, there's bigger, better stuff going on right now, and that's uh, coming up here in the next. Actually, the bowl games start this week, but the the playoff games, which is what we want to talk about, yeah. start on the so about
2: ten days from now, a week Saturday, from this Saturday, the twenty eighth.
1: So we've got LSU Oklahoma, I believe, is the first game. Which it's last I saw, Oklahoma days. is currently a thirteen point underdog. Yep, and then point underdog the, and the other bowl, game that's in the Peach Bowl, the Peach Bowl, and then the other game that evening will be the bowl. Should be the better game, Ohio State Clemson. With currently two. Clemson is two point favorites. Yeah, yes. two,
3: I got two and a half. On so my uh, shoe. what
1: are you guys thoughts on those games, huh?
3: Well. I mean, i i i like the i like the i like LSU to roll. Yeah, I really do. Oklahoma doesn't have the defense to do it. They don't. I, yeah. Although I am a big Jalen Hurts fan, so I love to see him being able to transfer and and have some really good success. Yeah. But uh, LSU is going to be too much for them. My
1: my only thing, like I try to convince myself, like, oh, Jalen Hurts has been here before, yada yada. Like he'll be able to. But it's like you know what? This like they just don't compete with LSU. In no, my opinion. it's tough too. And honestly, I think there's only. Two other teams that compete with LSU, and they're in the other game. I think those are the only two teams that could maybe handle compete with LSU in a game.
2: So let's just look what happened last year. They had Oklahoma played the same game. They were the four seed, played Alabama. Um,
1: Which I believe the spread was about the same, too, if I'm not mistaken. They had it Kyler was, Murray, who
2: was, was a better player, more effective player. I mean, I think actually Hurts actually ended up having more better numbers the, this he, year. He, but Baker,
3: Kyler Murray, and Jalen Hurts, their numbers were almost identical in all categories completion percentage touchdown passing yardage um i think that jalen hurts actually was a better rusher than all those guys more rushing yards more rushing touchdowns but the numbers were virtually the same which is a testament to the guys that were in the heisman finalist right because i mean jalen hurts was even on the was he the was he on the on the uh was he a finalist he had to
2: have been I don't remember if
3: he was or not, but yeah. uh, he was not a first or second. Uh, he wasn't the, the winner or the runner-up. So that means football was real competitive this year from a from a Heisman standpoint. But Oklahoma, as good as their offense is, they got so many playmakers. C.D. Lamb, uh, Charleston Rambo, Kennedy Brooks, um, Jalen All great Hurts. Names. Uh, oh, if they had Grant Calcaterra still, that would have been nice. That Unfortunately, he retired because of... Concussions, which is really sad, but they just don't have the defense. And their yeah. defense is better this year than it was the previous two years by a decently wide margin, I believe. But um, it' not nearly as good as it needs to be to compete with a team like LSU, who's just got so many dudes on that defensive side yeah, of the they're, ball. They're going to get Grant Delpit back; he's been injured, and I think that's going to be like a big difference in their secondary uh, or in the past game, at least. Uh, so, I mean, thirteen's probably a good line. I mean, could, yeah. I could see LSU putting up a 52 53 spot on Oklahoma, right? I think that that's. that's it seems not, like
2: they will if they want to.
3: They can if they want to. That's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. But what I was going to exactly what, I, what Andy's, I think, alluding to, how much do they want to show to the other two teams, right? If they yeah, get especially big. if they do
1: get up comfortable early. Like if this ends up being like the Georgia game where it's like halfway through the third, this game's already over. Right. Then, you know, what motivation are they going to have to put up another? three touchdowns or something so yep so that's the peach bowl we'll see but uh that one should be the lesser game of the two you would think but oklahoma wow oklahoma ohio state State and clemson that should be a good one i mean obviously i'm gonna be biased and i'm gonna still say that i think ohio state wins that game ohio state has been very good this year they've obviously had a tougher schedule than what clemson has had to go through but uh i just think you know it's They've just been rolling good, you know? I mean, even when they were down to Wisconsin, it looked like they might be in trouble. They rolled all the way back and almost covered the, like, 16, 17-point spread that they were facing. Yeah. So I just think that... I think they're going to give... I think Young's going to give Lawrence some trouble, or at least I hope so, and at least try to, like, contain etn Did I say that right? ETN. ETN. Yeah, ETN, etn
3: So... I and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the in the next uh yes. bowl extravaganza yeah, pickup
1: yep. version of the podcast. That one's gonna come out uh day after this one.
2: It'll be out Thursday. Thursday, Thursday That one'll morning. be out Thursday. Put your notifications on. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, because that'll be a good one. And the, the thing is is most uh, workplaces and stuff that uh do their bowls, they'll accept that application up as long as you get it in before the uh, first Friday game at starts, so at what, uh, we'll try to standard get, time. we'll try to get that out. We'll get that out early morning, Thursday, yes. listen to it and, uh, get your picks and maybe take, uh, jot down your picks as you're listening.
3: Yeah. You should have a pen and paper out yeah. while you're listening. Use the 15 second rollback button. If you need to <laughs> on your cell phones, I use it a lot. It's you're, not you're I, it for podcasts. I do as well. <laughs> but, um, I, I like Clemson over Ohio state. I just think that they have, I think, um, that on both sides of the ball, that they have more talent. Um, I think that, because you can go, you know, Justin Fields, you got uh, J.K. Dobbins, you got a guy like K.J. Hill. You could throw those guys at me, and then I'm going to throw out you, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Justin Ross. So I think on the offensive side of the ball, they match up, like, perfectly. If If Trevor Lawrence is playing the way that he knows how to play, obviously he didn't have as big of a year as Justin Field. I'm going based off of, National Championship 2018, Trevor Lawrence, Them playing, firing it on all cylinders, playing yeah. as fast as they can. Defensive side of the ball, while Ohio State does have a guy like Chase Young, I think across the board, 11 man football, Clemson's got a better defense in my personal in my in my personal opinion. Um, and then what it's going to come down to to me is that coaching pedigree. I mean, I think yeah. days done a really really damn bang up good bang he is, up he job. He is out
1: coach. The better coach is on Dado the Clemson side.
3: And those guys have much more uh, experience playing in big games like this. Um, They've got, you know, he's got his, uh, Will Venables, a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Uh, So I think what it comes down to in this game for me, because they're so evenly matched on both sides of the ball, 22-man football, is the coaching. Clemson's got the pedigree. Clemson's got the experience. It's really difficult. There hasn't been back-to-back national champions since, what, 2011, 2012, which is not that long ago. But but still... There's a school down <laughs> south. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of them or not. Um, but I, I just... It, for me, it comes down to uh, playing in the big moments and the coaching ped- pedigree right. that Dabo Swinney brings to the table.
1: I, I do agree with that. I mean, it'll, hey, I'll just put it to you this way. There's a reason they're favored, right? Absolutely. I mean, Ohio State was number one literally like two weeks ago. They ended as the number two seed. Clemson's been number three. They even were started one and went undefeated and
3: got brought down. And Vegas still believes... No, I, this is the favorite. So, Believe it or not, I mean, you may believe this, actually, or have seen it already. <laughs> but in my research today uh, and this week after the bowl games were announced, a lot of guys, a lot of the experts um, in the sports world have Clemson beating LSU in the national championship game. Yeah, Uh, like uh, uh, like three quarters of the experts that I looked at had Clemson beating LSU. So that was another
1: thing I was going to say is I remember when we looked at the future odds of who was going to win it all, and this was like three weeks ago, Clemson was like either was like second or third at like plus 220 or something like they still. Like, and,
3: and I think it was 150 was the favorite, right? Wasn't LSU at like plus 150?
1: Yeah, and like Ohio State was then like plus 180, and then Clemson was like plus or 220 or something. So, yeah, yeah, it exactly. was it was all really close between the three of them.
3: So I, I think it'll be interesting, and I really do think that just like Alabama, I think that coaching, which translates into recruiting, which translates uh, into um, sound football, and guys that know how to play on the biggest stage, I think that plays a huge factor in college football which is why you see a guy like Nick Saban win so many national championships, which is why you see a guy like Bill Belichick in the NFL go to so many Super Bowls. I think more than any sport, I put an emphasis on coaching in football, and so I just Dabo Swinney's my guy. Yeah. And he'll have a 30-minute 30, 30 long post-game interview when he's soaking wet after the uh, <laughs> after the Gatorade bath because that guy loves to talk. All glory to God. Yeah, well,
2: but we will that's see.
1: my take on it. What uh? What do you think, Andy? Who wins that game? Well,
2: one of my three picks that we'll get to later is Ohio State. Oh, there we go. With the two points, I like that they can lose a one-point game on a last-second field goal or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Because I just I do think Ohio State is slightly better. Clemson definitely has been playing better as of late, mm. and I mean they have. I think they have better receivers than Ohio State. I think just that difference is Ohio State's run game can just be devastating. It's just yeah, but, I, uh, I like that part. Travis
3: of, Etienne is like.
2: The ACC's all-time leading. but player. I think he's yeah. going. I think he's going more <laughs> towards
1: the fact that it can be fields too, though.
2: Yeah, it's it's both. But I'm just saying that it seems yeah. like they they know how to play that better than Clemson knows how to do that. Yeah, because it's Big time football. Went it's like
1: much better rush defenses than Clemson. I think. for sure. I mean, you got Wisconsin's one of the top strength ones. Strength of and,
2: schedule and who they've
3: beat is definitely in Ohio State's yeah. favor. Absolutely. I mean,
1: we'll see. I mean, regardless, it's two point spread for a reason. This isn't a big mismatch on any side. It's definitely going to be a good game and. We'll go into a little bit more depth with it also in our bowl preview. But, uh, yeah, it looks like so far we've got, uh, I think it was uh, Andy and I like Ohio State. Cooch likes Clemson. I think, were we all on LSU minus 13 on the yes. last game? We never really yes. said, but it sounded yeah, like yeah. I think we're, it sounded like it was a I'll mutual minus that we think 13, that they're going to win that game by 20-plus.
3: 52-21, I could see even being like. See, that was score. what
1: I was going to say. Is Honestly, that's a game where I would actually kind of look. I don't know what the over-under is, but. Would look at the over a little bit because LSU plays fast, and I feel like they'll be able to score easily. And
2: Oklahoma hurts isn't going to get like shut shut down. I don't remember the score from last year, but I'm like having flashbacks that I think you took the over. I did. I definitely did. And And it it slowed slowed down. It slowed to a crawl. But that was that was Alabama,
1: and it did. You're right. It was the first half was dominant, wasn't it?
2: I think it was like 28, 21 or something like that in the first half. And it was like, and then, it's yeah, did slow down. Just...
1: I remember it came down to an onside kick and there was hope, and then it was like almost recovered. And then yeah. I just shot myself after that. And I'm back <laughs> I'm back to tell a story again this year. So we'll see. But uh, did we want to talk about uh, Chase Young? How he actually announced one of its top draft picks that he uh, was actually talking about wanting to stay another year, come back for just, a senior year.
3: Did anybody get the rationale?
2: I feel like people uh, like playing college football I'm, yeah. I'm, that's but it. here's what i said well people i think also like money yeah. so i that, said
3: <laughs> i said it unless cost he, unless matt barkley made that de- money
1: matt barkley made that decision it cost him probably millions of dollars oh
3: absolutely it did.
1: and by probably i mean it did he would have been and picked ahead of the Tannehill. he would have yeah. probably gone to the dolphins or something yep would have made this money and who knows maybe his career would have been completely different too yeah
2: maybe Tannehill's career would have been different yeah, yeah. both if. guys um, Herbert I, made that same decision this year, and it looks like he'll still be a top ten. Yeah, pick, nothing, so. nothing happened well, so far. It, it knock can on work wood. out for a lot of people. I just, yeah, Joe Burrow didn't come out. He probably could have came out after last year and not yeah, got drafted. Well, that that worked out well for
1: him. Yeah, but I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, it's just some kind of news. I mean, I guess we'll really get into it more once a decision is is made. I mean, right now, obviously, his focus is Clemson, and then hopefully winning a
2: national title. But I don't know of any defensive player doing this. I'm trying to think. Like like a guy who's like guaranteed to be like a top five guy, yeah. Like you do see it with I mean, do, do we get to the point where he's
1: looking at that board and saying, "I don't want to play for the NFC East," <laughs> type thing? Like I don't want to go to Washington or the Giants. Well, I mean, I mean, I know that's getting a little far fetched,
2: but I mean, yeah, hey. you could,
3: you could, yeah, you could stick out, you could wait another year, and then you come out and you can see
2: Cleveland at the bottom of that dra- at the top of that yeah. draft board yeah. again too. So. Todd McShay said today that he would take him number one. If he was the Bengals, which state. would be the
1: Bengals, maybe he's afraid of that. Maybe he's he doesn't want well, to. Go he doesn't want to stay in Ohio. Oh, you're right? Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't. I literally, rude. I literally, as I said, he doesn't want to go there. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, he's in that state. <laughs> that's true. But anyway, but uh, speaking of NFL, huh? The big boys.
3: Yeah. Week 15. But I
1: uh, something I just want to say really quick that I actually just saw. So they announced Pro Bowlers today. I guess. Wow. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens tied a record. Twelve Pro Bowlers.
3: Wow, no shit. I, uh, Believe I it or not, Lamar Jackson, Jackson is line. one of them. Oh no way, yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, cool. He, he was definitely the highest <laughs> vote getter this year. I
2: don't know if I can even guess him. I'm going to say Ingram, Mark uh, Andrews, because there's not a lot of tight ends.
1: I no, I mean I got to even see like the three list. offensive linemen. Yeah, Probably. well, so
3: Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram. Uh, probably, okay, probably, uh, probably, uh, okay, so probably, I, probably Hollywood Brown. No, he wasn't I don't Hollywood Brown. So. Okay. So I hold, saw the four receivers. so hold on. I I do have it in front of me whoa, now. So what? See if we could try and figure and out. That's what I'm No, that's oh, what I was okay, going to say. Got that's got what I'm it. saying.
1: I have it in front of me now. So let's go. So obviously we'll start with Lamar Jackson. Lamar you know. Jackson,
3: Mark Ingram.
1: Okay. Hold on. Let me, uh, yep. Okay.
3: Andrews. Cause it's not
1: in like one order. Actually have to find him. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, Ed Reed Or not Ed
1: Reed. Marshall Wait. Yanda. Okay, hold on. I'm going to do this one time. Earl Thomas, yes. Okay, okay. so four, four for Tucker. four so far. So uh, far, Justin Tucker, yes. So five for five. Yeah, Marshall okay.
3: Yanda. Marshall Yanda.
1: Okay, hold on. Give me a... Yes, okay. Six for six.
3: The guy from the blind side. I don't think he's there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Um,
2: Marlon Humphrey.
1: Okay, hold on. Marlon Humphrey. Uh, n- yes. <laughs>
2: And Peters? Yes. Marcus okay. Eight Peters for eight. It's definitely yeah. been good since he's been there. Marcus Peters, So that too. you guys
1: are eight for eight so far. Oh, shit.
2: The punter?
1: <laughs> okay. Hold, you're close when you say the punter. The long, the long snapper. snapper. Yep. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that was my uh, name. Morgan Cox. Morgan Cox. Who, Morgan Who do, Cox. do they
2: have at D-line? I'm blanking on their team. Nope. So you guys
1: so far are missing... You said Yonder,
2: right? Yeah, we said Yonda. So yeah, got what's the, the, uh, Judon? The
1: th- okay, yep. He's Jim one of them. Don. So you guys are missing two. You want me to tell you their position? Yes. It's probably one, D-line. One's a defensive tackle. One's their fullback.
2: Oh Oh, yeah, their fullback is usually good, but I can't think of it. Not use check. He's for the Niners.
1: I can't. He's got a classic white name, Pat Richard.
3: Pat (laughs) Pat Pat Richard, (laughs) or Richard Pat.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and then here's the last guy's your defensive tackle. Do any of you want to try to?
2: I'm. Why am I blanking on who they have there? Like I feel like they have like a guy who wasn't from there, but is good, and is there now.
1: I really have no no idea about this guy. No,
2: you just tell us.
1: Ronnie Stanley.
2: Okay. Oh, he's right. a he's an offensive
1: tackle, yeah. Well, this says defense. Oh my god, I read that wrong. Okay. My bad. See, we okay. Have, we definitely would have. <laughs> yeah. had okay. yeah. in, would in my have defense, or... can you look at that really quickly? Does that also kind of look like it could be a D? Yeah. yeah Although I don't good. know why it would be spelled dif- it obviously spelled different, but I blanked. I'm sorry. It is an offensive tackle.
3: Well, I think that was pretty good. You no, know, you guys are really good. You guys start <laughs> off
1: like nine for nine.
3: Considering we're not, uh, and the fact Ravens that fans, one so. of you
1: even said Here's the thing, though, Andy, about the punter. How does that guy punt? <laughs> <laughs> no, not
3: yeah, often. True. Remember that yeah. three I mean, three game span where he it, punted three times ty- or three times, to- two times in three games.
2: Yeah, games. it was yeah insane. So, but uh, that that looks very good on Harbaugh. That that's so many special teamers too. Oh yeah, especially the a long thing. snapper. Yeah. I didn't even know, is I mean, that
1: guy even used in the uh, Pro Bowl?
2: I mean, yeah, they yes. kick field goals. <laughs> well, do they though? Months. Um So before we run down the games, I think there's one bit of news I think we want to talk about, and that's that Josh Gordon suspended again. Just But it's not weed this time, right? They said it's both. But they oh, don't know. They okay. said they said it's so he's PEDs, still smoking weed, but PEDs he's also and got some PEDs in his system. Something else that's So I always reserve
3: judgment for PEDs until we find out exactly what it was, having taken certain supplements myself yeah. in life, because it doesn't. When they say PEDs, it doesn't necessarily mean the guy was sticking a needle in his ass and putting an you know, yeah. anibal, anibal in his in his body or winstrol in his body to actually have steroids. It could have been a banned substance that was in sort of rec- some sort of recovery supplement or a banned substance in, in something that he took um, that 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 clicked off the test. So the weed, absolutely inexcusable. The guy's got some mental health and needs to su- get some sort of health help. Um, you know, I, I mean, weed is fantastic, but if I if I was getting paid millions of dollars, I would. You, know, you were I told
2: could, to stop. I yeah. would stop immediately. One hundred percent. Yeah, I would but stop I, immediately. I just
1: think it is a little crazy that it, it's
2: still like part of the drug policy. But what a uh, it's baseball actually is and, getting and, rid of it. Yeah, that's why I just what, heard. You
3: know what that rule is going to be called? The, the Tyler Wilson. Skaggs rule. Okay, but well, you, it's not going to be called that. But Tyler Skaggs' death is definitely what incited MLB. Two, one they're taking marijuana off the band substance list, and three they're going to test for opioids now to see who's dealing with their pain with opioids. But yeah.
1: here's one thing I have to ask too, though, really quick: is with Josh Gordon? I mean, I know it's that's the NFL policy, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, he's in Seattle now, isn't weed legal up there? It Doesn't it's, matter; it's, it's NFL legal
2: policy. in Massachusetts. I mean, when he when he first got is reinstated, it? yeah, um, when he first got reinstated, I actually tweeted about that. So it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's like he can legally go do it, but then his job can. But then it's also it's not the private even the companies. Yeah, it's just strange, but it's not even like He's the Patriots. Privately. It's the NFL that that yeah. cares about it. And, yeah,
3: it's tough. Uh, I mean, but, I'm sure Pete Carroll doesn't care about it, right? Like, I'm sure like yeah. if it wasn't banned, he wouldn't have a problem with it. But I don't know. It's just it's either way. Like I said, even if you wanted to give me two hundred thousand dollars right now and to, to give me some sort of employment. I would stop smoking weed yesterday. Yeah, and if I if I smoked weed, yeah. <laughs> I would I stop smoking okay. it yesterday. Yeah,
2: I don't think it's just weed, though. I think it's it's everything. And he is thing.
1: unfortunately he's got a problem. I mean, it's been it's shown mental. over the yeah. years. He did. He's been in rehab and stuff. Like it's something. And unfortunately, you know, relapses are something that happened. Josh Hamilton there were, uh, was a big guy that went through it in baseball. Local
2: there player. were rumors that it's weed. Yeah.
1: I understand that, but I'm saying like. <laughs> <laughs> if they're telling you no, and you st- and you're like you, said, no, you're right. Paid millions, that's the issue. You should but, be see, able that's to stop. What,
3: that's what I think speaks more to his mental capacity, yeah. rather than the addictive nature of the substance that he continues to use. That's what really, really, when you break it down, is the issue. Exactly what you're saying. He's got mental issues because it's not like he's, you know, he's smoking crack, yeah, and addicted to he something like been. that.
2: Uh, but, but, there were uh, rumors about the reason the Patriots did release him because the Patriots needed him. I mean, oh, they, yeah. You could see what they have there at receiver. Oh, yeah, they could use him. Uh, they had like a team to try to like watch him at all times, and he just started like ducking them. And, and they knew something was going to come so down. So it's like, okay. Yeah. That's a lot of times
1: when you do see a move that you don't understand, always realize it's The cameras aren't rolling all the time. I mean, if there's well, a with, move you really don't Patriots, understand. With the Patriots, they are.
3: They are
2: literally <laughs> okay. rolling cameras. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
3: they're doing that docu-series Mo- Mo- on... That, and they probably did a portion on the people's job that it was to follow Josh Gordon around and make sure he wasn't hitting the weed pipe.
1: Most of the time, though, I'm saying is like when there's a movie you can't understand. It's like there's could be some in house stuff going on that we yeah. just don't know about. That's behind closed doors well, that eventually does get leaked out. I mean, months, weeks. I look at, weeks, look at later. Antonio
3: Brown. How much did Mike Tomlin cover so, up I for was, that summer? literally
1: of a bitch. producer Luke and I were on a run today, and I literally said not to toot the horn of the page, of the Steelers. Them being my team is. You th- it's not like that just he woke up one day and was like, I'm crazy. It's like he's probably been like that for a while. And the fact that, and even Tomlin came out and had said like they covered up a lot. But you really think about like how much they were able to cover up because he looked like a normal guy, like yep. a nice family guy, yep. like good receiver, good role model. The moment he goes to a franchise like the Raiders that has been known to just Falls be apart. just no rules, like undisciplined, always lead the league in flags. It just goes, it goes off the wheels, and then obviously he went to New England. But it's like by then it was too late. New England couldn't save him. And think about a franchise like New England is they won't put up with it. Nope. They're one of those people that are like, we don't care who you are.
3: Nope.
1: If yeah. you're not gonna, if you're not going to, uh, you know, be the guy we want, like you know, be a good person or something like that, or like be disciplined. You have to have, you have then yeah. Then you're you done. Have to
3: meet their code of conduct, their personal code of conduct. It's like with the Yankees. The Yankees like having you clean shaven. I hate the, I hate the Steelers and I give them <laughs> that's right. uh yeah, Garrett Cole's gonna have to shave that 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 nice red beard he's got. I mean hey
1: if Eucalyst shaved his stuff, his that's go-to, true. then yeah. Garrett Cole should be able to yep. deal with whatever he's got going on there. But
3: yeah, Josh Gordon once again screws it all up. Yeah, bummer. Hey, here's uh you know, five million dollars. Just don't roll blunts for a couple years. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty what simple. What about right? just the
1: season, right? I mean, who's really monitoring no, in the offseason? Are, well, oh, a lot are. of guys
3: come out and say that they do smoke in the offseason.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So,
3: yeah. But
1: anyway, what? Uh, what's some better news? Now, let's get some of those exciting some games this week. What do we want to
3: talk
1: about? What games jumped off the board of us? I know there were some clinching games this week. Wins clinched some playoffs. I think before you get into
2: teams that matter, I just want to say Jameis had another crazy good game. Without Mike Evans, and then Godwin also got went out, too. And he still threw so for I, 450 yards. And I saw something
1: really ooh. ridiculous that was posted, like some prop bet that said some guy parlayed for like 50 bucks that Jameson Crowder. No. Yeah. Like Jamison Crowder and game, yeah. um, Perriman.
3: Rashad Perriman, Oh, yeah. It was
1: Perriman and, and Conley, Conley from it was okay. Conley, the Jaguars. And Perriman, yes. That he parlayed those two to get to win. Like, I think it was 50 bucks won him like. Five grand or something. I don't know. It was something ridiculous. So
3: Jacksonville Jaguars at Oakland Raiders. Chris Conley to score two uh, two or more touchdowns plus 2,300. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at to Tour Lions. Brashad Perry to <laughs> score two plus touchdowns plus 1,600. It was a $13 okay. wager. He had 40,000, 40, 40, 700 odds and he won $5,304 on his $13 workout. How do you even think about that? You don't.
1: You just, you're you, sitting there and you pray.
3: You know what? You know how? Why you, is that even a part of that? You look it's at who was not, hurt
2: and you saw Mike Evans was well, hurt? Well, this is
3: probably that. how you do it, right? You sit down with Josh Gordon and you spark those <laughs> blunts <laughs> and then you get on your betting app yeah. and you start and you like, well, all right, which got the best odds? Hey, I'll tell you and what I you mean. Making them. Those
1: Saturday nights I've been drunk before and I've done some bets. I've woke up in the morning like, oh boy, I forgot I did that, huh? <laughs> that was uh that, that's, that's their love for it too. That's why they keep feeding you free drinks at the tables yep they know what they're doing but uh anyway I well, was so, was so to some
3: week 15 oh, absolutely Shall we talk some football let's talk some week 15. um we could probably bust through a lot of these games. It was, a, it was a good week in football, but I don't think there was too much controversy going I, on. I mean,
2: you speak for yourself. It wasn't a great week. <laughs> well, I didn't have a good week yeah, either. I had a really and, rough week. And you
3: screwed me think, just as much as my team yeah, screwed me. I think and we all so, lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, your, your Sunday night game was a real barn burner. Okay, now, but that was expected. Best. There's a reason Actually, it was, that was a good game for me. There was
1: a reason it was 36
3: points from the over-under. I really wanted to take Minnesota over the Chargers last week too, but I couldn't do it against to, to go against the Rams. But uh, Thursday night game, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. New York Jets traveled to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. 21-42 is the final. Tenth consecutive win for the Ravens. Tenth consecutive win for yeah, the. Ravens I mean, Ravens the, on they're the
1: what air. a win away from clinching number one.
3: They are. They have or one have, win to clinch. Yes, yeah. or the, the, have they, they already done it? No, they no, have not no. clinched because they're technically first. They Patriots are two games field advantage yet they clinched the division. And they've clinched a playoff berth in the division, but not the first round bye. So they'll
1: clinch and the division field. though, I think, with actually Actually
3: they will get home field, but they have not mind. clinched or they, they will get a first round bye, they haven't clinched
2: home field, I don't think, yet.
1: You know what I'm thinking of what's screwing me up is it's because Chiefs are only two games behind him and they actually would own the tiebreaker. Yeah. Because they beat they well, lost the pa- to The Patriots Chiefs.
2: also can win out and they lose out. That's true. I they forgot do, the Patriots yeah. are only one game behind them. Yeah. Yes. Um the other big news
3: in that game was Lamar Jackson passes Mike Vick for the most rush yards. In a season by a quarterback. Yeah, I think. I think we mean, saw it we could have probably saw that coming last year, right? At some point. In yeah, time. even
2: without the good passing numbers, I think we saw it coming. It was going to come. No his, matter his per what. game last year was incredible. Well, so. that's
3: the exactly. That's the great point, Andy. Is
2: that. He is passing
3: much better. He you know, he also broke the franchise record for passing touchdowns in a season. I'm sure there wasn't a
2: lot of uh yeah, who was there? guys I mean, up there, Kyle Bowler.
3: <laughs> I don't know who it was. It was some old it was somebody that was older, but still for I mean, the Ravens that,
2: haven't existed for that long.
3: No, they have not, but still for no. a guy that was supposed to just be a running back a year ago.
1: I mean the only one I can think of that would have I would have been surprised Flacco. was would have been Flacco. I'm but sure
3: Flacco had a year It wasn't Flacco, it was somebody else. Really? Maybe Trent Dilfer, just kidding. Right?
1: It must have been some guy in like the nineties then. It couldn't have been McNair, was it? McNair no, wasn't, it wasn't there.
3: Well, anyways. Yeah. So that's two records that he holds uh already. I'm sure he owns, holds the rushing record for quarterback for the franchise too. But yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Uh Patriots at the Bengals. Patriots went into Cincinnati and routed the Bengals thirty four to thirteen. Tom Brady didn't still have a great game. He went 15 for 29 for 128 and two touchdowns.
2: Vinny Testaverdi.
3: <laughs> Vinny Testaverdi, There you go. I did what, not know he played for the Ravens. What, yeah, what year was, was that? What oh What a God. journeyman.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, he would have probably been on
3: NFL Blitz then, huh? <laughs> yeah, Actually, definitely probably would have been. <laughs> but I don't know for Another who,
2: dominant performance by Gilmore, though. And uh, Gilmore Tyler happy. Boyd said, like, no, I played pretty well when they showed that he caught, like, two passes. Yeah, <laughs> and
3: and I mean – and. The, Dalton throw four through four picks. They had another fumble. Yeah,
1: that that was, and he wasn't the only quarterback to throw four picks this week.
3: No, no it was, there was a lot of picks this week. There was some good defense that was played. I don't really have much to say about that. Uh, yeah. I will. I I do. Well, we'll talk about when the Bills come on. But Patriots don't have the division locked down completely yet.
1: No, they don't. If they so, lose this weekend, they could be. Uh,
3: I they don't know who the, the Bills would Bills own sport the two, I believe.
1: It's this weekend. It's this, this, week. this Saturday, actually. There's Saturday games this week. Right. Yes, there is. The Rams play on no, Saturday. No Thursday game this week. No but th- we yeah, do have, three have like three, so three, three Saturday so. games. Which so we,
2: Tampa's playing like 10 a.m. Yeah,
1: against Houston. Yeah,
2: crazy. The Rams play the late game against, against uh, the Niners.
1: Niners, which will be good. And then uh, you've got Patriots-Bills, which will also be good.
2: Yeah. And some bowl games, too.
1: Which we will get to. Yeah.
3: So our, uh, actually, the game that probably had the biggest playoff implications, I would say, was to, um, Houston Texans going into Tennessee yeah. to take on the Titans. That final in that game was 24-21.
1: Yeah, good game.
3: Texans moved to 9-5. and five. They take a lead in the uh, AFC South.
1: So, yeah, the, and the Titans have a tough matchup this week. They're home, but it's against the Saints, Saints. who are fighting for a first-round bye and home field themselves. and
3: yeah, just went off last night. And
1: Houston, I don't know who Houston's playing this week. Oh, Tampa Bay, we literally just said it.
2: Yeah, they play the so Bucks. So, you uh, feel
1: like they should probably have a chance to Houston win. So Houston is so inconsistent this year, though. Yeah, you're so. right, but there's a good chance that...
3: Well, the AFC that South just Texans locked. to lose. The Titans have a much harder road to get there right now because yeah. they have to go through the Saints, and then the, they both and, play each other in Week Seventeen, and then right? they have
1: to go face go to Houston this time. So, yes, are still I'm, alive for wild card. Yeah, though, that's so. why I'm excited about their schedule because the only yeah. team that they can take out is the Steelers. It's yep. going to be this between the Steelers and Titans for that final spot.
3: Yep. So we will see. So Tannehill, two seventy nine and three touchdowns. They lost, but he's still playing pretty damn good. Yeah, he's good. still looking good. <laughs> Kyle get a nice contract, I think. So. Um that yeah, that one moved the Texans into first place in the AFC South at 9-9-5, nine, nine so. Um the snow game, it's always fun to watch a snow game. It looks like it really hurts when some of those guys hit the ground, but <laughs> Broncos at the Chiefs.
2: Not a fun game for Drew
3: Lock. Not a great game for Drew yeah, Lock. I don't think he
1: was ready for the snow yet. He's got to remember where he plays, too.
3: Yeah, he does, and uh, he's gonna probably have to yeah. play in some snows more in his career. If I think this Broncos. week.
2: I think this week is gonna be. It's in Denver, a really cold game.
3: Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah, Denver playing this be.
2: week? <sighs> Shit, I don't know. I forgot. Yeah. Well, I
3: saw it. The they snow were games. That's what football was is all about, you know. Yeah, I
1: remember it was too, because I remember they're actually like six and a half
3: point favorites or seven point favorites.
1: Huh. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
3: It's funny to say like that was an AFC watch up, and we watched it being played in the absolute pouring snow it's weird that the Chiefs are in the AFC West to me
2: <laughs> there's not a lot there's not enough Western teams there's either. not enough Western teams no, there's not. correct but it's just yeah. funny
3: to say that was an AFC West matchup and they were playing it in a basically a, a goddamn blizzard
1: yeah, yeah. And it,
3: I, I was watching the game and I was looking at they were showing Andy Reid and he had like two inches of snow on his cap lid like on the brim of his hat that had built up just from him Standing there and let let him get
2: snowed on. He probably poured some syrup in that later and got an, himself a slurpy. Slurpee. Yeah, <laughs> that
3: guy likes to eat. That's for sure. Did you see him on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives during their bye week a couple weekends ago? I, I, I
2: need to watch that because that it, I
3: saw the clip. It was that's a lot
2: cool. of like convergence of things I'm into. So oh yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, he not- uh, he took down a burger. He had the hunch going on with Guy Fieri. Pretty impressive, man. Then he came out and got a dub that week too. He got to slam some food down and he got a Chiefs victory. That's like. Andy Reid could die a happy man after that. And if he keeps eating burgers, he might die a happy
1: man. <laughs> yeah. He's a big boy. But
3: yeah, so uh that was not really a close game. Dolphins and Giants. How about Eli Manning during his farewell farewell, farewell tour? Yeah,
1: we were uh I think we were all or a couple of us were wrong about that one, which yep. we'll get into later. But uh yep. it looked it looked rotation. good early, but then you know the fact that it was his farewell, I guess I should have factored that in. Mm-hmm. He did come out, play well. I mean, it's two teams fighting for a good yeah.
2: draft spot. And as as well as Fitzpatrick has done to kind of like make them somewhat relevant and not horrible, the defense is still abysmal. So what yeah. is he at
3: now? 117 and 116? Does he have a winning no, record? No, he got
2: back to 500. So he's
3: back to 500. Yeah. So he's 117, 117? Yeah,
2: that sounds right, yeah. God, I hope he... Uh, Eli Manning? I hope he gets yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, he'll play these last two games, I assume. I think so.
3: Is he a Hall of Famer?
2: I think he'll make it. I but think, that's a different. That's yeah, a different I, I agree with
1: it. Well, actually, I 100% agree with what Andy just said. Is,
3: is he a Hall of Famer? Do you think I he'll think, be in the Hall of Fame? I think he'll
1: be in the Hall of Fame. Is he a Hall of Famer quarterback to me? No. Just because he won two Super Bowls, I think there was nothing. Beat the Patriots. I know he beat the Patriots twice, but it's like, I mean, he also he's, had two great catches in those games to do it David Tyree famous. in the first one and then Mario Manningham in the second one. So he got some help.
3: I think you put him in there just because he's Eli Manning. No, one hundred percent. He's he going to get in there
1: because he's close. a Manning. I think that's what you know. We were. And I mean, getting he's at.
3: had a long, long career. It's
2: an interesting know, story. I mean, he's still top ten in all of the major. Like, has he announced? Stories. Has yeah. he
1: announced this is it? No.
3: Or is everyone but who's so going to sign tell him after? You could tell after this last uh, his his last game in Philadelphia. He basically said, "Like, I don't know if this is going to be my last game. So, you know. you know, you have to do whatever you can." Weird guy, weird looking guy. A very weird looking looks guy. like the type of guy that eats a tuna sandwich and just has the tuna all over his lips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, just a real mouth breather. Oh, yeah. Is, is yeah. What I like, I don't see
2: those. him hosting a like film review show in his uh, retirement, like his brother. No, I don't, you don't I think I think, so? I think he's just gonna be out of the picture when you he's, know, he's gone. like
3: he's just on the couch watching Seinfeld, yeah, yeah, rather just, than doing that. Well, it's good to see it. I think he's all a famer too, but. You know, good for Eli. Um, So, next game uh, that I had was Seahawks at Panthers. Seahawks moving to first in the NFC West with the 49ers loss, which we'll go over in a little bit too. Kyle Allen, we've heard this week, will be benched for Will Greer, the rookie from West Virginia, coming up. So, they got to get a new head coach in anyways. They ditched Riverboat Ron. And so, not looking good for the Panthers. I mean, I'm almost feeling like...
1: (laughs) The only reason like guys like McCaffrey are even playing this week is cuz of fantasy truthfully.
3: You think? Cuz I
1: cuz of records I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess he's got like some yard stuff to try to go for, but it's one of those things where if you knew your team was done, it's like why risk an ACL or something, especially a guy that touches it so much and is so shifty. You know, like just hope your team can do something next year you're going to get a top 10 pick. Yeah, you Maybe will. even like maybe even better, but it's just one of those things where I think it's like you Which can't sit him cuz of fantasy huge this for week. a team
3: like the Panthers. Because they have they have enough talent to and where they're that's they're, I, they're mostly like a you know 17th pick at the lowest.
1: I, I always say so there's there's bad teams that have bad seasons, and then there's good teams that have bad seasons. The Panthers yes. are not a bad team. They're they're a pretty they're a solid they team a that had a bad defense. season.
2: The new owner also said he's committed to Cam Newton. So really? That's well, what they're kind of doing. And honestly,
1: here. I'm okay with that. I mean, a few weeks ago I would have been like, no, but now that if I saw like, healthy, what Kelly, I mean, he just
2: he just hasn't been healthy and
1: but I think what Cam Newton has to realize is like, hey man, the, the key when you were gone for those few weeks was McCaffrey needs that ball a lot.
2: He does. Yeah.
3: You got to pound a guy like that.
1: And Newton, maybe Newton, it's the time where maybe Newton's career will shift a little, and maybe there's not much running as much, and it's more yeah, passing. Yeah, yeah,
2: there hasn't. You been have though. to. Tr- yeah, I know.
1: But he, I'm saying like even to, less though. They're gonna
3: have to try and implement the RPO like Nick Foles ran it when he was in Philadelphia winning that Super Bowl. Because Cam's not gonna be able to take the hits, but they're gonna have to at least utilize uh, the threat of his legs. In order to be successful in that play action run pass option, so yeah, not great for them. Um, Do you guys have anything on the Eagles Redskins?
1: Uh, the only thing about that is there was a, a very bad beat in that game. Yeah. So I mean, the Eagles won to keep pace with the Cowboys. I yep. believe they're both seven and seven. They took now. a last second lead. So yeah, they were they took a last second lead and uh, thirty
3: to twenty seven.
1: Yeah, and they were up by the spread. I believe was six 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 or so we'll just say and they were up by three it was and uh haskins goes back and from what i was told it was about to get sacked and to try to keep the clock going he like threw the ball behind him or something like hoping to keep something alive and uh yeah and eagles guy recovered it and took it about 40 yards 30 40 yards to the house to uh win that game and cover a spread that looked like it had no chance of being covered for the philadelphia eagles so i that was one of those uh what they call a bad beat, and there was actually an even worse bad beat that we'll actually get to when we get to the 49ers-Falcons game.
2: Yeah, I think they're the same, though. They're literally the same.
1: They are, but it's like... That's I feel like they're also not. I think the Falcons yeah. one, to me, is still more impressive.
3: And I, it's funny when you say that Cause, because... Because that Julio Jones touchdown was by like a yeah. thread.
1: So that was the thing, too, is I heard they originally called that no touchdown, and then yeah, they, they did... So, well, it. we'll just talk about it now that we're talking
3: about yeah, it. But we can
2: do that. The... Well, the, the first play, I thought the first play was a touchdown. Hooper caught a pass in the end zone, went down towards the ground, and the ball hit the ground, but it was also hitting his shoe. And they reviewed it and said, okay, it hit the ground, so it's incomplete. I thought he trapped it with his shoe and never actually dropped it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's, that's So I guess, happened, yeah, so. the
1: Julio Jones touchdown, I guess, was very close. They reviewed it and then decided, okay, no, it does count. Yeah, And they put two seconds on the clock. So, anyway, the over-under in that game closed it. There's actually two funny things about it. So, that over under actually opened at 45 and a half from what I was told. And it moved
3: for three and a half points. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, those lines come out, those early lines come out. I mean, you can even do look ahead lines right now on like some sites. And oh, stuff. Yeah, okay. So, like the original, so like line. the original, original line on like Tuesday was like 45 and a half and it got bed up all the way to about 49 and a half or so. Cause those lines will move pretty quickly, especially the totals like throughout the early in the week. So the funny thing about that is, so the score is 22, 17 with five seconds left, Atlanta scores that touchdown, they go up 23, 22. So if you're sitting there with the 45 and a half over, you're thinking, Oh, wait a minute. Cool. They're going to obviously go for two, you know, they'll to get up by three wrong. Atlanta did what is probably the smart thing to do. They took a knee because they didn't want to risk an extra point, getting blocked and taken back or a two point conversion turnover, getting taken back. And they realistically knew, Hey, with two, with two seconds left, they can't get a field goal. I mean, obviously, yeah, you could throw a deep ball and maybe a pass interference, but how many times well, does that get called in late? In that
2: situation, you squib, which is what they did. Yeah.
1: So then what Atlanta did is, so now we're looking at a 45 for the over-under with the total being 49 and a half, two seconds left. Atlanta, squib kicks the kickoff, forcing Atlanta, I mean, San Francisco to have to recover. So San Francisco does what all they can do, which is start throwing it around, laterally. it. Schoolyard bullshit. Some schoolyard bullshit. And then uh, there was no uh, Tennessee miracle in this one as uh, – it got thrown behind him and stuff, and it was recovered by Atlanta that walked into the end zone for a 29-23 final. No. Yeah. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Fun 20- fact, when I was in high school, we were playing Dorado High School, and uh, it was like two seconds left in the game. We were down by six, and it was a ki- and we were receiving the ball. And we went out there, and um, I decided to – I was the captain like on the kick return team. And I decided to make the call that we were going to start laterals. <laughs> and so I line all my guys up and I begin in play in and I just look at everybody, my, a, a guy named Catfish at the time, <laughs> look him down in the eyes and they go, all right, boys, you ready for some schoolyard bullshit? And we got, the, I got the squib kick, of course, right to me. We lateraled it, it, got tackled on the five yard line after about six laterals.
1: Oh, wow. So you almost we, made we it. We
3: almost fucking made it. Man. What uh, special. What year was yeah. this? Freshman year of high school. So this
1: is JV or Frostoff? What is freshman. freshman? Just freshman. You're right.
3: It was freshman football. And wow, that was that's my exciting! Classic line. All right, boys, you ready for some schoolyard bullshit?
1: And that would have been just on this field down it the road, was at right El here, High School. Well, like I said, El Dorado, just down the road,
3: <laughs> just
2: down the road. <laughs> well, in that situation, the the Tennessee one is probably the easiest one because that was literally just one pass. Right. Yeah. Started running down the sideline and then just pass it to the other sideline. Yeah, but also
1: line. like at that time were they just. Was it was Buffalo, I believe, right? That they did it too. Yeah. At that time, was Buffalo like? Did nobody in the NFL ever like seen that before? I feel like I, it's I like don't know. It was so it's like semi-pro when they throw the alley oop, and yeah. it's just and like it, no, when no. You're
3: out there, you just kind of black out, and it's like go for the ball, yeah, go for the yeah. fucking well, ball. And I mean, clearly the a the Cal the Stanford
2: the uh, famous play. Yeah. The band's
3: on the field. The band's on the field.
2: Yeah, that can happen. It can work.
3: <laughs> Miami did it against New England last year.
2: Yeah, and the Bears yeah. almost pulled it off. They did
3: one more lateral. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty, impressive. The pretty impressive. I throw it back to Mitch. Um, but, okay. Um, so that was a fun – well, probably not fun for a lot of people if you had that game. But uh, next game up, Jags-Raiders. Um, last game in the Oakland Coliseum. I don't like to call it the Coliseum because it's not the real Coliseum. But last game in Oakland for the Raiders, uh, they – Lose to a Jags team who we mentioned last week had lost our previous seven games by 17 points or more. <laughs> so a really bad loss for uh, for uh, uh, Derek Littlehand's and car. And let's talk
1: about, too, Oakland was up, like, pretty good, I thought. 16-6 at one yeah, point Yeah, that's in what in I thought it was, 16-6. They were up
3: 16-6 at one point in time. Obviously got shut out for the remainder of the game. Um, Raiders suck, although they had a decent start to the season. They really don't have any weapons either. Uh, uh, the, the report out of... Oakland is that John Gruden is not happy with Derek Carr. And did you hear who the uh, potential the, they're, they're looking at? Apparently internally, they, they got their eye on Herbert in the draft.
2: They're going to have to move up. They're not going to get well, well, gonna they got a
3: lot of first. They got a lot of picks. They, do. Yeah, they, they do. They,
2: they could definitely trade, trade something. Them they have the Bears up. and the Cowboys pick this year. Right. So, so um,
3: I mean, it's probably time. I, Carr hasn't really done much. He had one good year. Then he broke a leg, I think, and, and it just hasn't been great from there. Yeah. But uh, lots of booze for him leaving the stadium. The The real interesting part about it was last game in the Oakland Coliseum, fans refused to leave. They started tearing banners off of like, the tops of the dugouts and shit. They started throwing food and drinks onto the field. A couple um, fans got in brawls with security.
1: So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering right there at that point if they would have won – would anything have been different? No,
3: they would have done the same exact thing. Yeah, that's just and you course, know what though.
1: That's the best way for them to leave Oakland. It's like it's a trash city, trash fans out there. It's sorry, Oakland fans that are listening. Not no, all of no, you are trash, trash, but the ones that are actually in Oakland from Oakland, it's like. Ugh.
2: So what's funny is that the security had to definitely get in there and stop it because the A's still play there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't you take gotta, all the seats. The A's. Yeah. I mean, not like the A's need a lot of many seats. But, yeah. Uh, I got a story from a. Um, back
3: in the day friends dad they were at a raiders game they're browns fans and uh family friend that was there with them he was in the bathroom at the Oakland coliseum taking a piss mm-hmm. obviously had his browns gear on Ooh. got pushed from the back into the urinal kicked in the head Jeez. knocked out and peed on
2: <laughs>
3: so he well, he left the, the he eventually got up and, and left and he's
2: still a browns fan so and he's still
3: a browns fan somehow <laughs> uh, with zero wins in the zero playoff appearances in the last decade Uh, but he went to the guys, he went to like the stadium security after that, like covered in piss and like beat up and they just go, well, here's a shirt. And it was an Oakland Raiders (laughs) shirt (laughs) that they gave him. That was them. They're making up for, uh. The terrible fans of Oakland. Yeah, they, they can't
1: they stop they it. There, that security. No. It's you know, not going
2: to get better next year either. Nope. And there's, there's going to be a lot more money people, but there's going to be the same people. Yeah, there they will be the same crowd. Yeah, oh. that's what just, I was going to say. On more I, drugs. Just because yeah. all they have to do is walk
1: I'm, down. That's what I was just I feel like I mean, obviously, a good portion of those fans are probably from Oakland, the Bay Area, but a good portion of those fans also probably make the drive up from probably. from LA or Southern California yeah, and whatnot. So I agree, Vegas is going to. They will have some. I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be better for sure because I think the fact that you're out of that city and a lot of those people, but you're definitely still going to get a lot of. Because now a lot of those guys that are the same type of fans that are in L.A. or Southern California, they're gonna. Now it's a shorter drive now. Yeah, so yeah, it they'll definitely is. still three, be there.
2: Like six hours to three hours cuts yeah, the drive so it in basically half does for. Them. Cut, it definitely cuts yeah. it in half. And uh, I mean, for the record, Oakland is better than its reputation. Like it's it's still the Bay Area and super expensive. I think there's a lot more shadier shit going on in Vegas than there is Oakland. I mean, there's some problem people in Oakland. Oh, I don't know. San Francisco is probably the worst place to live in the country. I right hate now. San Francisco I mean, with there's a passion. A, yeah, there's a lot of problems, when I'm saying this also. I,
1: it's actually an inside joke, knowing with my friends and I, how much I dislike San Francisco because we went there for a buddy's bachelor party like back in like 2015 or something, and me and my buddy... Drove, which we, I would looking back, I wish we just took the 45 I've, minute flight. I've done the drive too, it's but not, we did the drive, right. but it was also the worst part was we arrived. We left early Friday morning. We arrived in San Francisco around lunchtime, two o'clock. If you've ever, if anybody's ever driven in that city, it's absolutely terrible at the that hills, time, yeah. you got to make those sharp, I, but stupid I, if, ass if turns. If anyone's ever thinking about rolling into San Francisco during lunchtime, during the, the week, don't, it was, I was the most miserable I've ever, like I was yeah, so, it's terrible, pissed off. Like I was irritated by everything. Uh, And eventually, finally, we did see an accident. Someone just did a U turn for the hell of it and got hit by a car. And it was like, yeah, no shit. But it's like, I understand now in those cities, it's like (laughs) nobody fucking drives themselves. And also, I wouldn't either because I think we left it in a parking structure for three days and it was like a hundred bucks or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. However, two nights in a parking structure, I think, ended up costing like 50 something dollars or 60 something dollars. It's ridiculous. Like 25 bucks a night. Yeah, easily.
3: so, moral of the story: If anybody's thinking about taking a trip to San Francisco, stay away well, because you really lose stepping. Also, okay, feces really, or needles.
1: and I'm glad you said that because that was the next thing I was going to say. Is how I've heard the story too. how it's like, you know, there's people out there paying three thousand dollars a month for rent, I, I and think, they they're stepping over homeless people to get to their apartments. I,
3: I think I told, I might have told you that. You're talking a story, about Irvine, <laughs> right? Same thing. I think I might have told you guys a story a couple of weeks ago. I got a buddy, and he's an international tax attorney out there. Makes. Some real good cash. Lives in a beautiful high rise downtown. Oh, you gotta be making good One money to live out there alone. One walk long. to his apartment for the company that he works for. He tells me he walks by a new pile of human shit every single day. Yeah, of course. And needles all over the place. Oh, so yeah. even
1: in uh, where I work in the city of Santa Ana, there's oh yeah needles and I've seen feces too over by like the like a tra- like the dumpster and stuff and whatnot. And then that's I've probably, here, that's that's
2: probably a, just Sean after he had Del Taco. If you're <laughs> <we're> gonna <laughs> take a home. shit on the street, I
3: guess by a dumpster is the best place to do it, right? Yeah, no kidding. But it's it's
1: it's 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 getting bad it's getting worse right. it's, it's interesting like there it really is there's needles all over the place and shit yeah. and it's it's scary too because it's like you don't fucking want like no you got to stay away from those people because they're crazy to the point they're, where like the last yeah. thing you want is to get touched by one of those yeah
3: see so here's you want to know what you do right if run. they ever approach you well you can stop run. drop and roll i don't, andy and i might not be able to run as fast as them yeah. but here's here's your play right you just if they come up to you you just look at them and just go i'm fucking crazier than you and then they think you're crazier than them, and then they'll go away. They're like coyotes. That's how you handle that. There's a hierarchy of crazy. Right, go, I'm fucking crazier. And you'd say that, and then usually they they, they take a hike after that. So right. you're welcome for that survival tip. <laughs> all, right, all right. If you ever just encounter a that. homeless yeah. man that's attempting to um, give you feces, just tell him you're crazier give than them. Give me feces. Huh? Yeah. Football, amazing. Yep. <laughs> well, let's move on to a uh, much nicer city, the city of Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, and this was a nice game for you. Nice pick. I really, really, I mean, that, I, yeah. I, I liked it when you picked it, and so I, it was good because the Browns are the Browns, but um, the Browns went into Arizona and lost 30, 38-24 to the Cardinals. So I,
1: I was just hearing, too, that uh – my uncle was telling me earlier today that he was saying how apparently Jarvis Landry was Both out there guys. pulling a page out of Beckham's playbook well, and was telling the Cardinals to get the him. Game, yeah.
3: They were by the Cardinals sidelines saying, Come get me.
1: Yeah. That's it's ridiculous what's going on there. There's a reason why the Ravens are now now I understand why the Ravens are 10-point favorites this yep. weekend so, in Cleveland, because this team doesn't give a shit anymore. No. How
2: stupid were we when we're like, this is gonna be great for Odell. We know he's got some problems. <laughs> But he's gonna be with his buddy, and it's like, boy. what kind of person would be Odell's buddy? <laughs> Another crazy fucking person. Yeah. You put them together, yeah.
1: <laughs> fuck. You're right. They they ride and die together. They so. do.
3: They do, and they both want to ride or die the hell out of Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, they so. do.
1: I think I always think it's so funny when these guys are like,
3: "Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm out,
1: finally out of this place. Like I'm gonna go here. It's gonna be awesome." And obviously, you have to go in with that attitude. I mean, and those, then I just love how after yeah. like ten weeks, the reality kicks in. You're like, "Holy shit!" Well,
3: those guys are both divas, you know, to a of certain course. extent. But I'm hearing that Not it's yet. other players too. Not I'm just sure. Odell and Jarvis. I'm sure those Other are the ones are just are the
1: more popular players. They're right. the ones that are going to get the headlines, especially Odell.
3: Right. Yep. That's exactly it. Um, real quick fantasy um, stat from there. Kenyon Drake, 137 yards and four touchdowns. I know. Yeah, man. that uh, Mother of God. I there's, tried a,
1: to... there's a man currently behind me right now that we call producer Luke. That, oh, he's uh, was finished. A, was a victim set. of that uh, four oh, touchdown game.
3: Damn.
2: Yeah. That was yeah. bad. I, I tried to pick him up. He was available, but it was one of those things like, "Oh, it's waivers. You got to wait." It was like, "You got to wait." because I, had Le'Veon Bell, I couldn't trust to start. I don't I even know. know what Le'Veon Bell did. Last I don't week. think he did anything. I didn't. know. Uh, it was I against
1: the Ravens too. I think yeah. he had like, I think he actually, I actually did hear he did have a you season know, like, high, like eighty-three seven,
3: yards. Yeah, but or eight, he had, like no catches and no, yeah, no touchdowns. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Brownie's season is not looking too good. They're still technically in the hunt, quote unquote. That's only because
2: like they had the tiebreaker with the Steelers and yeah, stuff. That's I think. Or like, yep. They, they got the Ravens this week,
1: so yeah. It's done this week because Ravens are going to want to clinch that top spot. I think they'll get it with they'll get it with a win this week. They'll get the number one home field, and as a yep. Steeler fan, I just hope that when they do face the Patriots I mean the Steelers in the last week, that it will be not with Lamar playing. But at the same time, I could see Harbaugh. He's the type of guy that yeah. would say like, "Oh well, you know what? we yeah. put
3: him in there to get a route, even if it's pulling. even if
1: it's for a half."
3: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but well, I guess we'll see. I mean, we gotta where's got
3: to get there first to uh, even. They could be yep. in trouble if they lose this week. What we got next? Um, we didn't really talk about the Bears and the Packers, did we? No, nah, I, nah, I don't. That was a boring. Don't really game. care anything about that. Yeah. Packers um, beat the Bears at home, twenty-one thirteen. Um, I didn't write anything down about it, but if you want to talk about the Vikings Chargers game, you can.
2: Uh, I'll just I'll just say this that. <laughs> I needed they, you, Andy. I needed the Chargers bad. So. They were losing twelve to ten, and at the twenty yard line, about to kick a field goal, at least. To oh, take the yeah. lead. I was watching this. And when this happened. there was just—it was a microcosm of the Chargers' season, where the offensive line got dominated. Daniel Hunter is amazing, knocks the he lineman over. Been on
3: my fantasy team.
2: And I mean, Rivers is so like shaken now. He jumped out of the way, <laughs> even though the guy wasn't going to fall into his legs. But he was so like, "Oh shit!" and he jumped out of the way, which Wait. caused him to take his like eye off the other rusher, who then came and slapped the ball out. And then it's Eckler not a field goal. This was, no, this, this was, was, they were going for it. They had still. 20 seconds left, so they're going to like they try had, one more time. I want to say they had, they had 20 seconds, like Got two it. timeouts. I Got think it. they had a few yeah, plays they, in them still. They were trying to get a touchdown. Got it. But they were already in field goal range.
1: It's crazy that a team that is that talented. Like, I remember thinking at the beginning of the year, like, oh man, Chargers, I think you could see them in the AFC championship game. I could see them even representing the AFC. And yeah. man, I just, but, yeah, just couldn't stay healthy. And
2: What ended up happening is Eckler tried to pick it up. He fumbled too. And then yeah, Vikings pick it up. tough picking up that moving ball. 10 point swing. And the team's just like fuck this we're out could have like, even it could
1: have even been a fourteen I, point swing I think the, the yeah. Anthony
2: Lynn at the end was just like yeah like we didn't even try like any, it was it was shit well and it's like ended, well it's over <laughs> that ended
3: 10. so yeah.
2: their first uh, blowout loss tough. of the season yep
3: um, Rams Cowboys I don't have much to say to be honest <laughs> yeah with that, you. Was a, that was that um, was a big game I didn't for get the... to watch much of it which kind of sucked. Uh, I know that Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott combined for over 300 yards on the ground against the Rams. The Rams could not make a tackle to save their lives. Uh, that was a big yeah. issue. There was a couple times where uh, they had them locked down in the backfield and just couldn't make the tackle.
2: The Cowboys had this, uh, I think it was 97-yard drive. Just incredible. Just
3: Yep, picking them just, apart. Yeah. Not a good day for the Rams. Um, the, the scenario for the Rams... And it's there's there's a great chance that it could happen.
2: The Vikings have the Packers and the Bears, so the so. Vikings
3: have to lose both games to the Packers and the Bears, which is possible. They've already lost to those teams already, right? And then the Rams need to beat the Niners this week on Saturday night, and then what? the Cardinals, who I, we just beat the Cardinals pretty uh, handily. Uh, they won't have ago. they
1: shouldn't have, they won't have a problem against the Cardinals, but the the Niners is the Niners one they have to get motivated for that. They have and to put the pressure on Minnesota, who is currently though a five and a half point favorite at right. home against the Packers on Monday night.
3: Minnesota? Yeah, I looked at Oh, that's uh, right. They do play the Packers. They're You're at right.
1: home. They're five and a half point favorites. That's right.
3: Sorry. I was thinking the Rams.
1: Which will so, go down, I believe. All the Packers well, public will come well, in.
3: The big news from that game, also, that we did not talk about, Dalvin Cook had a shoulder injury.
1: Still favorites. That's interesting. Yeah, he
2: didn't play the second half, but I kind of feel like. You think he'll be, he'll be back? I he, heard he, any news. He, he,
1: they but. would not be five and a half point favorites, I don't think, if well, he was I'm out. Hoping I think he's that would go dead. down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. Dead,
2: dead, dead.
1: Hey, but even if he's playing, that still doesn't mean there's no pain.
3: You're right. So the You're productiveness right. no pain, can no still be also. different. So yeah, that was I, I, that's all I got from the Rams Cowboys game. Rams got to win out against the Niners and the Cards, and the Minnesota Vikings need to lose to the Packers, lose to the Bears at home. So that's that. Uh, probably oh, um, Bills Steelers Anthony. Good Game for me, bad game for you.
1: Yeah, that was a the game was how we expected two of the best defenses going against each other with uh, a Steeler offense that has not been very great this year, but as uh, surprisingly has been winning, and then a Bills offense that's good but not like flashy or anything. You know, Josh Allen gets it done, but it's not no, like it's same. a high scoring offense. Yeah. And so that was a you know, late night game, cold game. It was a game we expected, and uh, it was close late, but you could just tell when the Steelers are behind late and they need that drive. You know, it's saddens me as a fan. Cause I remember all the time. It's like, Oh, down seven, a minute, 20 left. Roethlisberger gets back on the field. It's like, you were always optimistic. Some, some magic was going to happen, but with, uh, their quarterbacks this year, it was, it was proven that, uh, it's going to be tough for them to come back late in games. It is. And, it, and I mean, the bills have a great defense. I got to give them credit to that. They had a late takeaway that actually lights, uh, led out party. Yeah. They had a great late takeaway that, uh, when they were down, I believe at the time, like uh, was it 10-7 at the time when they got that interception that they ran it all the way down or yeah, something? I think
3: it was. Yeah, so I mean... It ended up 17-10, so yeah. I know it was late in the game. So, yes. back to Mason Rudolph?
1: No, they already said nope. Doug Hodges is going to start they? this week, yeah. Tomlin came out and said that it... And so that game, they're at the Jets this week. A big game right now. They're currently three-point favorites. That, that game is going to be interesting because... It's on the road. Obviously the Jets will be out there trying to play spoiler, but the Steelers they need to win that game because you know, like I said Titans are against the Saints. So it's looking like there's a good chance Saints um, could I mean Titans could go down, but they own the tiebreaker with the Titans. They did uh beat them. So I think the the big thing is going to just be if uh they can um uh dominate that uh offense because they've got the great defense and they're they were number 1 in takeaways. I don't know if that changed at all this week. But uh I do know that Sam Darnold is prone to throw some interceptions, get some turnovers, so the Steelers are just gonna have to pressure him. And you were the Captain one that reminded on me bill. that
3: the Jets had the number one. They ra- they rush, ended up having the number two rush defense, which I imagine
1: game. just keeps going down now.
3: <laughs> how about uh how about Mike Tyson T J Watt just throwing punches everywhere on that field? Yeah, yeah. He almost had one from he had one punch out fumble that he got. He almost had one on Josh Allen. He punched another one. Yeah. in the middle of the field that I saw too. That's kind of there dangerous. Was one,
1: yeah, there was one he did that. Uh, he was
3: doing haymakers.
1: <laughs> there was one he did that. The Buffalo that was get, was a clutch time that he came right from behind yeah. like Singletary That's or what someone I'm talking about
3: it was Singletary and
1: just ripped it out. And I was like, oh fuck yeah! But then all of a sudden it was it was recovered quickly by Buffalo. But so I was at like,
3: what Ugh. point is that a penalty? Once like he, he makes contact. You, you just <laughs> blast somebody in the dome. I don't know. Like I, think it's, I think
1: when you're going for the ball, as long as you're always going for the ball, I think it's. You can't hit, hit people's heads. I mean, I don't so think he's if, ever he's going to hit the, going the head. The ball but, and
3: he breaks a guy's ribs.
2: Yeah.
1: That's part of the game.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't know. That'll be a, one of the rule committee things. God, yeah, yeah, in the the committee, yeah. Yeah. That'll have to be talked about later. Yeah. Cause you can't be telling these guys to not punch. I'm like, no,
3: I get the whole punch thing, but that guy was winding up and throwing like Evander Holyfield. Haymakers. That was crazy.
2: Yeah, it definitely was. Well, I mean, my solution to that is to just not have fumbles anymore. Like, I mean, it's like if the ball comes out. (laughs) So Andy's NFL here. Let's hold on. Let's let's, let's recap Andy's NFL. No special teams. No special teams.
3: No (laughs) No fumbles. We're not not, not kicking the ball off. (laughs) I'm a broken man. (laughs) (laughs) We're not kicking (laughs) field goals. (laughs) We're not punting the ball. Chargers lost four fumbles fumbles. this week.
1: (laughs) We're going to start from the 25.
3: Chargers get to start from the four. (laughs) Lamar Jackson plays with one hand tied behind his back.
2: Steelers are out of the that, league. That is an important thing in the Chargers game. They did tie the NFL record for most turnovers in a game. So that's a good... Re-
3: <laughs> nice. We got records. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was that was, that was was a good game for me. We'll talk about that a little bit later also. But tough road for Steelers to get in here. They got to beat those Jets. First things first. Uh, Monday night game. Really only one thing to talk about in that game. Um, the Colts went into to the Superdome. And got routed thirty-four to seven from the Saints. If anybody didn't see, um, Drew Brees uh, tied and passed Peyton Manning's most touchdowns, most touchdown passes in NFL uh, history, five hundred and forty. At the same time, he also broke Philip Rivers' completion percentage for a single
2: game with ninety-six point seven completion.
1: Yeah, percentage. he was twenty-nine for thirty. Ridiculous. And that
2: is beyond ridiculous. He's he's four away from breaking. Most consecutive completions, too. So, is so that, that
3: what it was? So, too. that does it. 25,
2: which so that's, so that's um, allowed to carry over. Yeah. I mean, Rivers' record was in game, but I think if he goes to 26, that'll be the record. And Rivers would still have the in game record, which, like, who cares at this point? Right. Like, yeah. So, he beat that's always like a big that, that's always
3: his completion percentage, single yeah. game completion. That's percentage.
1: always a big debate with uh. I've heard before in baseball when how hitting streaks will carry over into the next season. Right. There's yeah. been someone, there was a couple guys debating last year. I forget who one of them was saying like, ah, oh, that's BS. Cause it's not the same season. But then another guy was saying, well, I think it's even tougher to be able to keep doing that because you've taken that long break and then you're coming back and still hitting. I know Whit Merrifield is the one that started off this past season, like the high twenties or low thirties, which was talked about.
2: And that 25 consecutive, I believe Ryan Tannehill it also has that record too, which is crazy. Like the NFL is just so much—it's so much easier to complete a high percentage of passes. Yeah, that when Rivers set that record, the like Tannehill tied that record like a week or two later. I, I remember seeing I remember that like, too. Like, like wow, the NFL is crazy. So the yeah. the
3: question here in this game is—is uh, is Drew Brees better than Peyton Manning? Um, that's the debate that I've seen floating around television and radio. I don't know what you guys think. Let me throw some statistics at you. Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion, one-time Super Bowl MVP, seven-time first-team All-Pro, five-time NFL MVP. Drew Brees has won one Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP, one-time first-team All-Pro, no NFL MVPs for Drew Brees. However, he owns the NFL uh, record for most yards, most completions, most touchdown passes, completion percentage, and like three or four other categories. So they're both probably going to be Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, definitely. But who's better than who, I think, is the question. I, I
1: think I would have preferred still Manning in his prime.
3: Yeah. I, so here's the thing about it, right? If you think back to Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, when he was in his prime, was always the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, Tom Brady won Super Bowls, right? But Peyton Manning, from a um, from a winning, regular season winning and statistical standpoint, was the best player in football for you know, a good five, six, seven years. Yeah. Drew Brees, although always great and will be a Hall of Famer, has you, have you ever thought of Drew Brees as the best quarterback in the NFL? So, Definitely top three, at least top five throughout his entire career, right? But yeah. has he ever been like that one? Like, you think back. Has you ever thought that Drew Brees at one specific year was the best quarterback in football? And I would say probably not. So here's the
2: thing. Peyton Manning did get that reputation, and that helped him win awards which helped him prevent these guys from winning awards. So uh, Manning won back-to-back MVPs in 08 and 09. Yeah. Those MVPs should have gone to Rivers and Breeze those years. But Manning was the consensus best player. It's almost kind of like His how teams were great. I think they went 14-2 and and 13-3 and those years. So it's kind of a thing like That's, we can't not give it to him because he's the best player. Even though he didn't have the best season, he's the best player. That almost sometimes is so how I feel it goes yeah.
1: with Trout a little bit in baseball. Even though he's had like... There's been years, I think it was last year or something, I thought... Did he win it last year also, Trout? Yeah. Yes. I thought last year could have gone to bets, and I then Trout ended up winning. I was like, oh, okay.
2: Well, it's the thing where people say, like, well, LeBron should win the MVP every year because he's the best player. Yeah. Until someone really takes it over, then he's not the best player well, that, anymore. And but they like, don't do that. That's
1: something we'll talk about in our yeah. predictions sports podcast, which we'll do when we predict our MVPs. But I, I agree with that, because I, I feel that same way with Giannis right now, as everybody's like. But it's like, I think MVP is just so much more than just your stats and stuff. It's like, if you make a team... Great. That wasn't expected to do much. That's an MVP. Or if you end up just having a tremendous season that no one expected, like Lamar Jackson's having this
2: year. But no, I I think Breeze's numbers are a product of this relationship with the Sean Payton. He's had this offense. Yeah. They just, it's just a high powered offense and they're on the same page at all times where like Manning's gone through more. And, and also there's a little bit of recency bias here in that the last time we saw Peyton Manning, he wasn't good. And Cooper, yeah, he's still good. He still is, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see.
3: Yeah, well, that's it for week 15 oh. in the NFL. Um, two more weeks to go. A lot of playoff spots to be ironed out. Yeah. A lot of divisions to be won. Home field advantage still needs to be squared away. First round buys need to be squared away. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a good couple weeks coming up. Um, speaking of the weeks coming up, I think we're going to give you guys a couple more picks. Yeah, we are. Um, let's discuss our records too. Before we yeah, do we'll, that, we'll go over our, picks uh, that we just, just lost keep also. in mind since Thanksgiving, which was two weeks ago, we've been giving you guys three picks a week. Uh, no three weeks ago now. Right. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. So we've been giving you guys, um, three picks a week and, uh, NFL and NBA and, and NCAA football. Uh, so I think we're going to continue doing that. I think it's been a fun portion of the show, nice fun segment where maybe we can help our listeners out, make a little bit of cash if you're if you're betting the right way. Uh, but let's get some some
2: uh, week 15 picks in, week 16 picks in. Excuse me. Yeah. So
1: I guess um, we'll start with you, Andy. You well, look ready?
2: We'll start with uh, last week and how that yeah, went. Please. Yeah. So I had the Dolphins plus three and a half. They got blown out. Yeah. yeah. I still stand by it. I think they were better than yeah. the Giants. I don't Yeah. Know. Uh, I also had the Dal uh, had the Cowboys winning. They won handily. Big, big. Yep. And then my my gripe here is I had Seattle, Carolina under 48. I believe this game was 20 to 13 with it, six minutes left or something. It was something it crazy. It was. And, uh, one second, please. It was, thir- it, was 30, it was 30 to 10.
3: What game yeah. was it again?
2: Carolina, Seattle. I believe it was 30 to 10 with six minutes 30, left. 30 24 was the final. Yeah, I think six it was 30, it was 30 to, to 10 with six minutes left. And you're like, okay, Carolina will get it. Easy touchdown here, and the game will over. Game will be over. Now they got two touchdowns. I think, <laughs> <the> <laughs> game. It happens. Like right yeah. I've
1: been in that situation too yeah. with betting. When it's you think like, okay, you you allow that team will get it, and then you think your team will close it out, and then they just don't.
2: Yeah. So, so I mean, the Panthers got two garbage time touchdowns. Two go- so. Yeah,
3: that's correct. That yeah. actually that screwed my bet as well. Yeah. So I'll talk about that. What's that bring your three week total to? Do you have that on you?
2: So no, I'm five and four. So okay, we're winning. If you're <laughs> betting with Andy, we're winning. I'm done.
1: Not too good. But what about this week? What do you got on? What are you so, liking this week? So this
2: week, week I had a Ohio State plus two. Okay. So that we'll, we will know that. That's not this upcoming weekend. But Yeah, the weekend we'll, after, we'll get to we'll like that on the 28th. what our yeah. schedule will be. Um, And the then end. I have, this is not like a even bet here, but I like it. Raiders plus 250. Oh, wow. So Raiders play the Chargers this week. Chargers are a touchdown favorite, which seems crazy that a team with the worst record would be a touchdown favorite when they don't even have a home field advantage. No, and in this this case, a home it's field, field be disadvantage it's probably a Raiders home game. Yeah, um, I would say. I think that people are rightly really down on the Raiders because they've been horrendous over the last month. The Chargers at this point are at best a pick them with anyone. Like I would say with any team because just, you don't know what you're going to get from them. So I can't say that you can't ever give them that many like points to be like. So I think getting so you're two thinking- and a half two and a half to one for the Raiders to just win. Not, so you're taking Raiders money line yeah I okay. wouldn't I wouldn't the spread is I'm saying you don't know what to do with the Chargers but I think it's a 5050 bet on any game that they'll win or lose got it so take okay. that two and a half take
3: got that it. I like it
2: uh then my last pick uh Browns Ravens over 47 and a half I think uh last game they played the Browns actually won 40 to 28 yep uh the, so the Browns can put up points I think they'll want to put up points because a division rival and clearly the Ravens could put up points. Yeah. yeah Fun fact. Be, Taysom Hill
3: has more receiving touchdowns on the year than Odell Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Those are the three picks. i you want me to go Anthony? Yeah, go for it. So I will go first. Um, let me get out my last week's picks and go over those with you. Uh, my first pick was Seattle uh, at Carolina. Seattle was giving six points. So for the second time in two weeks, I pushed. Uh, the final score there was thirty to twenty-four. Again, the two late touchdowns really screwed me on that one. I still stand by that pick heavily. As you should. That was. It was the it right was push. side. It was the right side. It was.
1: A push. Those garbage touchdowns happened, but that was definitely the right side. The score was thirty to ten with six minutes left. You were definitely on the right side. Yep.
3: Uh, so I pushed there. My second pick was uh, Bills at Steelers money line. Final score there was seventeen ten. So I hit that bet. And my third pick was the Patriots minus 10 going into Cincinnati to play the Bengals. So I went 2-1 and one on the week. Um, that brings my total for the last three weeks to 6-1-2. and two. So if you're betting with me, you're making some damn money. 6-1-2 and two okay. was my total for the last three weeks. So I'm going to try and keep that train rolling. Probably going to end soon because that's how my luck normally goes. Yeah, but... We'll take then it. you can stop once, once right, it turns. Right, right. I think, actually, you know what? I don't want to make picks this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop there. Uh, so, those are my picks for the week. I'm going to give you um, my week 16 picks here. Uh, I'm taking the New York Giants going into Washington to take on the Redskins. I'm taking the money line in that game, so I'm getting plus 115. This spread's plus two and a half for the Giants, so I'm just going to take yeah. them straight up. Why not? Um, Saquon had a big game last week so he's kind of been back the last few weeks and then I'm just riding the Eli farewell train I'm hoping Eli I'm hoping that at some point here Eli gets that that uh that above 500 winning record so my first pick is New York Giants money line going into Washington second pick for me which is going to be a good uh, divisional matchup this week Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia Eagles I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys minus three I'm using Andy's logic from last week Lots of momentum for the Cowboys after the Rams win. Uh, running game much improved. Uh, I think it's going to be too much for the Eagles to handle. Uh, it has a lot of playoff implications here, considering that's the worst division in football. Those two teams are are right at the neck and neck in the division. I think the Cowboys are going to put it uh, put it together. Um, and again, like I've mentioned, I just think that the Eagle that Carson Wentz is a pretender. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of Carson Wentz. I think they put a lot of eggs in that basket. I think he's got all the talent in the world, but he's just something about him. He's got some gene that's just not on. Yeah, uh, as far yeah, as winning is concerned, off this year. So yeah, I'm taking Cal- the Cowboys minus three going into Philadelphia. My last game uh, is Green Bay Packers at Minnesota Vikings. I'm taking the Packers plus four and a half. Um, they are going into Minnesota. Aaron Rodgers is going to keep it close no matter what. Aaron Jones has been going off as well. I know the Vikings have a dope defense, but they could possibly have no Dalvin Cook, or he could be hampered with that shoulder injury. If I'm honest, I'm just uh, doubling down because if this game (laughs) goes the opposite direction, then the Vikings knock the Rams out of the playoffs. So I'm just doubling down on the Rams, and I
1: and I Chicago imagine that's high. why Minnesota is probably even the favorites there because it could be it's a Monday night game. They're at home and they know it's it's yep. their season. Maybe yep, but uh, yeah. Well, so that's good.
3: I'm hoping that you know, if anything, Rogers gets it down. To you know yeah, the three points, to like, or he throws a hail mary could at the definitely end of the be game to get game. it within two, or it's an overtime game. So yeah, I'm taking Green Bay getting four and a half points.
1: So what's that? Uh, what's this past week bring your record to six one and two. All right, wow. Well, so like you just said, yeah. So six one and two, five and four. So hopefully you guys have been uh, betting their bets because <laughs> over here is the opposite. So last week my uh, I'll go with my uh, I'll go with my two losers and then go up to my winner so I end on a good note there. I also was like Andy. I had the Dolphins plus three and a half. Thought for sure the Dolphins would come out and, you know, can, I just thought the Giants sucked and that they didn't care. But I should have known, you know, Eli's farewell thing, you know, that he'd come out and for some reason play like Superman. The whole Superman. Man and family was in the building. Yeah, they up there probably like seducing the refs to make them win. But anyway, that was a bad pick. It looked good for about two and a half quarters. And then all of a sudden it looked very bad. Then uh, my other one. I had a uh, Steelers. I think I just said them money because They were like only two point favorites at the time. I think it even went all the way down to one, but uh, you know, I was, maybe there was a little bias there, but I did think Sunday night game, knowing that they could, if they won that game, they'd be the five seed. I thought that they'd be able to get it done. But like I had mentioned earlier, it just, when they're down late in that game, it looks like they just don't have that court of that offense right now to be able to make a late game comeback. So unfortunately they lost that game, but my winner, I said Cardinals money line. This is like, Two and a half point favorites, or so they smothered the Browns. And as we can see right now, it looks like the Browns are not motivated
3: at all great to bet. uh, no, that was a great to bet. play. So, uh,
1: that ends up bringing my record to a solid two and seven. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it can only go up from here, right? You got to fight back, yeah. We'll see. So, uh, this, this is actually interesting, these three picks I have this year because it's a f- very kind of not like me, and I'll actually. Start with one, Andy, where, believe it or not, I'm on the complete opposite side of you. I like the Chargers minus six and a half.
3: That's why he smiled and buried his yeah. head in his phone after you said that. He had to do some more research. <laughs>
1: no, no, I didn't look anything. But my only reason is because I just think the Raiders right now, it's just like, you know, it's hard to believe this team was six and
2: four. At one point. And 10. now
1: they're six and eight. And I realistically think they end the season six and ten, which is ironic because Vegas had their total at six.
2: I'm going to bring that up. So, okay. So uh, uh, I actually don't think it's a bad. This is a bad pick. What I was saying is that the Chargers are so inconsistent that I could easily see them losing this game. Yeah, I could e- easily see them winning. So that's my too, thing so. is I
1: just think I've seen too many Charger Raider games in the past few seasons, and it just the Raiders just always look so outmatched against them. And I just think now, especially if it's looming in Derek Carr's head that his head coach doesn't even want him and stuff, I just think Chargers defense is going to go out there, and I think they're just going to give him trouble. I think they're going to pick on uh, Carr and give him problems, and I think. You know Rivers is just one of those guys. He doesn't like to lose. Rivers isn't out here thinking like, oh, maybe we get a good draft pick. I mean, Rivers is out there like he always wants to win. So, I think they go out there and I think they can win that game by double digits.
2: So, uh, yeah, I don't think he's on the tank for two train. But uh, make much sense for him. Yeah,
1: no. So I think they go out. There. If anything, yeah, he wants a higher pick. He wants them to not get it. So I, I like that one. And then this these next two picks, believe it or not, are all uh, are some unders. So I took Bills Pats under thirty seven and a half. I just think uh, the Patriots' offense just isn't that amazing right now, and I think they'll go out and the Bengals. Yeah, true, and I think the the Bills are motivated knowing that hey, if we win this game, we have the same record as them. So I think they're going to come out and you know give them problems. Hopefully, get to Brady and stuff. And then on the flip side, I think that Patriots' defense is good, and they're at home, and I think they'll be able to contain Allen. I actually saw something today that said how like the Bills and Patriots are two of the top five teams in unders this year, so. Just kind of saying that I could see that
3: being like a. Well, you should check and see if Cleet Blakeman is the uh, head referee in that game. Because I think he's like he's like 11-2 and two in unders for the games that he's refereed this oh, year. Oh, really? I heard that stat, yeah.
1: Yeah, it is, I always actually look at that stuff for hockey and basketball betting is yeah. what refs. And I mean, I obviously you can't solely base your entire decision on no. the ref. But I mean, it is cool if you already lean in a, a one way and then you see that ref, it makes you lean it even
3: more. Right.
1: But yeah, so I just think that I imagine, I don't know what the weather will be in. New England this weekend, but I'm at, it's going to be cold. I mean,
3: if it's it's got to be,
1: yeah, so I'm just banking on that too. And it's all it's a four o'clock start, it's on a Saturday too, which I feel like it's a day earlier too. Okay, so I mean, there's always that little factor. It's, it's not a full defense, week, a little bit of a yeah, it's not a, a full effect. week preparation. So, yeah, and then my Damage. last one, uh, Saints Titans under 50 and a half. I just think Titans game plan in that game is going to be keep the ball out of the Saints' hands, and they the Titans already like to run a lot. I mean, I know they've been scoring good, but. They like to run a lot, and uh, that Saints' rush defense is solid. And last night, I mean, they can totally contain Marlon Mack and just the uh One of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah, so. and uh, and uh, just that whole offense to begin with. So I just think uh, that Titans are going to kind of want to try to use ball control and stuff, and I just think that that, tight, that Saints' defense will be good enough to contain him. And then, you know, the Saints, I believe, will be able to move the ball, but, I mean, I don't think they'll go out and score a whole bunch of points just because – they're on the road in Tennessee. It's going to be a big game for Tennessee because they know that this could be their season if they lose. Because they know the Steelers are playing the Jets, and uh, they're going to have to go out there and be motivated to play good and play hard. So, I just think I just think I mean fifty points is a lot. Also, in an NFL game, that could easily be a 27-20 type game and still go under. So, yep, we'll see I'm two and seven. So I need a uh, need something
3: unders unders, and you got to root for the unders.
1: Yeah, that's always tough, but in football it's tough rooting for unders in basketball. That is the oh, toughest yeah. because it's just so up and down. Points I can't exchange. do it. I never do it. Points exchange. Football, so football, baseball and hockey hockey's tough for me too because it's so up and down again. But football and baseball I can actually handle unders. It doesn't stress me out as much. And soccer sometimes. But uh yeah. So I think that's uh is that uh, all we got or do you want to So the say- last
2: thing here is if you remember in the before the season we did uh Win total over unders. And uh, as of right now, Tony is 10 and 12, and I'm 11 and 12. And that difference is because you picked Tennessee to get exactly eight because they're over unders eight. <laughs> so right now, they're exactly eight, and With I took two under, tough so,
1: games left. There so we go.
2: I already I already lost that one because I said under.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. That impresses me. Even if, if I end up losing, if I can get one of those where I'm just like, you know what, eight is perfect. Eight's the yeah. number. That's funny. That, wow, but also that is impressive. And uh, that does tell you how good Vegas is because uh, the Raiders was six and they have a great chance to lose out.
2: Yeah, I mean that's one where we're on the other side of. We so playing. I'm at under and you're at over. So I can't win the under, but I can at least tie. And
1: I could win the over. You huh? could win the over. Oh, we'll see.
2: So actually, looking at this, I think you're the favorite to win this. We will but, see. Those I are would, always exciting. Yeah.
1: But, uh, uh, is there anything else or is that going to wrap up the sports?
2: I just think it's, it's interesting that no, we're, it probably definitely bo- interesting. we're probably both going to go around 500, which is, that's pretty This good. is how good they are at this stuff. Yeah. Like over the, hey, but I mean, you
1: know, Hey, to go 500 with the naming every single team, that's pretty impressive on our part. I think. But also,
2: sure. uh, randomly you could go 500 and that's how good it's like yeah. you could, you can have all the knowledge in the world and a monkey could do just as well. They, also, they, that's that's thing that these
1: lines one thing one podcast I listen to, they always say it's like a drunk baby flipping a coin. is always like an analogy they yeah. use. Like yeah. it's, it is crazy. But, uh, well anyway, that was a, a very loaded sports, uh, podcast and, uh, we will have our bowl, uh, picks coming out the next day. We will have those coming yeah. out
2: Thursday. So I think, yeah, we want to go to the, the schedule. Well, yeah. Bowl, so bowl the, picks.
1: Because it is going to be a little hectic with the next couple of weeks, we Christmas falls early in the week, Christmas Eve, Christmas, then there's New Year's Eve, New Year's, that uh, we won't be getting another regular sports podcast or entertainment podcast out until the the new year. But we will have our bull one that, we, like I said, will come out Thursday. And we're also going to do a predictions podcast that will come out by New Year's Eve, I believe. I think
2: New Year's Eve is what we're, we're and really that'll, for.
1: that'll be a fun one where we just you know give our predictions of who's going to win, all the major sports, who we think is going to win the championship – who's going to win MVPs, who are going to be these top draft picks, who's going to be a surprising team, disappointing team. Then we'll even maybe throw in our own miscellaneous stuff of like bold predictions of, you know, if we think this player will do this or this team will do that or will this get, will this happen? So,
2: I mean, that one's always an exciting podcast. And then we uh, got that nice little present for you on Christmas. You don't have to unwrap it. You just have to open your podcast app and that is the best of 2019. And that's clips from all kinds of episodes. Yeah. So not just sports. And uh, this
1: time next year, we think uh, maybe Cooch will be able to have some best
2: ofs Hopefully in there. I have a couple best ofs then too. It's, uh, well, it's a lot of right it now. He has zero clips in the year 2020, So he better.
3: That is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's hope that I can I can top that uh, here soon. All
1: right, All right. Well, as always, guys, thank you for uh, listening. This like, was, subscribe, share. Like, absolutely. Like, subscribe, share. Uh, I am Anthony, and this was uh, or Tony actually I should go by on this Tony. This was episode 148 of sports, and uh, those beautiful voices, again, that you were hearing was
3: off-road Andy. Yeah, it was great. And Cooch. Two more weeks of football. I'm excited to get it done.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it is exciting. And then uh, it's going to go on to the, the little less exciting stuff, a lot of baseball yeah, just... offseason and maybe some hockey chatter because we'll be
3: desperate. You like the hockey.
1: <laughs> I do, too. So, uh... But anyway, thank you guys always for listening, and uh, please continue to do so. And like we said, share with a friend. Peace. Thank you.